Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Looking for the spot for blues hockey in St. Louis? Join the best blues party in town at one of the 10 area hot shots, sports bar, and grill locations this season. Pull up a seat and score great game day specials on Jack Daniels, New Amsterdam vodka, and Jameson cocktails served up by the hot shots crew. And don't forget, every time the blues score five or more goals this season, it's $1 tacos all day long the next day. Get the full rundown at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Hot shots is a proud partner of the St. Louis Blues. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Wednesday, December the 12th, 2018. Here we are. This is it. This is it. That was a uh, pretty good anthem we just played. Brian McKnight. Oh, man. What a what a voice on him. It Dude, just melts that, you. Uh, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC he was in? Which one was that? No, that's think, a different guy. I don't think uh, either of those, those two Am groups. Am I uh, mistaking him for somebody else? I, I just he got- was in New Edition, right? Yeah. Maybe so. no, no, no. It yeah. wasn't Brian McKnight. No, uh, he was I, a solo guy, right? Yes, yeah. he was the back at one guy. That was his big hit. Oh, uh, it was a huge song. It was cheesy as hell. He's got a voice. That's a that's a panty melter. It is. I, I got I, gone. I was Go just on. I was just saying before <laughs> the show sitting on the counter. Yeah, over there. Gross. <laughs> I was just saying before you know that that anthem wrapped up last night at the Blues game. They had the St. Louis Brass Band do the anthem. Oh man, when there's horns and it's like very like oh, if it's a horny anthem, oh, when it's yeah. when it's like you got, you got the big orchestra behind it. I was yeah. sitting there last night, hand over my, my heart, and it's playing. It gives you the chills and playing, and out of nowhere, I was like, "What? 
Why am I feeling like this? Oh my God, I really like this. Like, it, was, it was awesome. Well, you went to the Blues game last night? There was, yes. No, I said you went to the Blues game last night? He was I, there, I yeah. was there, yes. Good for you. Um, yeah, there are some great anthems. I mean, some great ones. And then there are the uh, not great ones, which I would like to highlight one. Oh, no. <laughs> I would like to highlight one anthem. Is this one we've played before? No, it's oh, a new one. Oh, a new one. This is a new one. This is from, I don't even know where. It's a high school event. High school basketball game. Now, I know, and let's be honest, you don't love, if somebody asks you to sing the anthem moon as a singer, you don't love to do it. No. It's a tough song to sing. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's super tough. Super and also, tough you know, song. comes to scrutiny. So so, so the Cardinals or the Rams say, or the Rams, the Cardinals or the Blues or you the Rams, left, you, direct, right? you go to they LA, left. they say, hey, we want you to sing the anthem. Do you immediately go, nah, or do you go, I got to think about it? Um, The last time it happened, I thought about it, and I uh, said no. What about opening day Cardinals? Uh, No. Really? Opening day a no. new Ikea. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I mean, I know you don't yeah, love to no. do it, but if you're, if you're asked, if you're I, asked I have to do my, something, I didn't I want have, to go skydiving. I have some reason. Um, but you but did. it was it was an opportunity. I was and, skydiving, and I wouldn't. And I, it was something that if I if I had passed it up, I wouldn't have. Uh, well, I, I would have kicked myself for passing up such an opportunity. No, especially like uh, opening day Cardinals. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to take that honor from somebody that I. Th- I don't know. Yeah, I, that doesn't make I, I any know. sense because they're asking you to do it. Yeah. I understand that. You're not taking it from anybody. I don't know. I would think about it. But I would think that it'd be something that, all right, you say, no, I don't want to do it. And then in, in the future, you go, man, there was some, probably would have been a cool thing to do. I forget yeah. which one it was. And maybe it was a blues. Uh, someone asked me and I was I was leaning yes. And I was all, all about it. And I wasn't in town. When was, I, I forget which. The last one that I was like. What, didn't do? they want you to do it at the soccer game? Wasn't it some Maybe soccer? It not that. not the U.S. national game, but it was some soccer mm, game. I, I forget which one. Um, but was uh, yeah, Gall- Gallagher on a Saturday afternoon. Well, firstly, to defend in, <laughs> to defend anybody that has uh, you know messed it up a bit uh, live from Christina to these you know high school basketball games and things. First of all, it's a tough song to sing. That everybody yeah. thinks they can sing because they've been singing it along with crowds their whole life, and then when they get a mic, they realize oh, they, they don't have the range for it. I, I messed it up. Different. And and secondly, I know a lot of people like to just crash on anybody that messes up the words, but it is difficult to remember those well, words. It's a strangely metered song. Here we go. <laughs> here oh, we no. go. Let's uh, crash on this person. <laughs> I think she I think she trifected it and then and then it then it <laughs> that was a rolled she? out. That's a she. Oh. Get out of here. That's a she. Oh no. Yeah, that's a she. That's a that's a that's a lady. <laughs> oh boy. I, I just watched it. And 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 
Wow. I have the, a higher range than that. The video, you could see, like, across, it's, like, they're across the court, and somebody's in the stands filming. Yeah. And at some point, the camera kind of, like, doesn't intentionally get the crowd's reaction, but they just kind of go throughout the crowd. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of see people, they do the whole, you know... Hand not, over the heart. They do the whole, hand over the heart, but you could see them go. Did she just say that twice? Yeah, oh, she just said, she just sure. did it twice. Yeah, you got to do the Canadian you one can too. Do She's doing this three times. And I think knowing that you can get caught in that loop right there, the uh, you know, first mm -hmm. of all, the Who's Broad Stripes line and the uh, or the Ramparts. Those those lines are so easy to mess up, and those are always the ones that people loop in. So the pros, I did it. I did it at a church. It wasn't a church service. It was a church event that I did it at. And and I'll tell you, your brain from from Osei Can You See is just thinking, don't get caught in the the, the, and the when loop. You, and when you the do get caught in the loop, loop, when you do get caught in the loop, you, you can't go back. You can, yeah. And you can't get out. You got you to gotta continue on. Yes. You got to press on. I, I saw that live one time just in a solo acoustic show at a little bar here in St. Louis, and the dude was covering Purple Rain. And he just got into going purple rain and couldn't get out of it. But I guess he forgot probably the words. I, and, and but if you if you're thinking about the words, you can just keep saying purple rain, purple uh -huh. rain over and over again until you get it. Yeah, and it was about an 11 minute version. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. That, that's a dive bomb that it's hard to pull up. And, and uh, the only time I remember somebody dive bombing it and pulling up okay, where I think the majority of the America that watched it. Um, didn't realize he goofed was James Taylor at the World Series. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? He started oh, off yeah. oh, he started oh, beautiful. beautiful. He goes, oh, beautiful. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like, all right. Yeah, like, wow, uh, that was uh, uh, clever. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, this is ha this happened at a Blues game. Have you ever seen somebody somebody do this live? Like, kind of kind of fail live? Hey, wait, wait, hang on. Here's here's James Taylor real quick. Killing it. <laughs> right, yes. Got it. You I got it, James. Sweet like, oh, baby that's James. That's a cool medley. He just did. <laughs> I never heard that before. That's hilarious. Oh, really? Oh, dude. He, no. came, he came out, I, I think because he let it sit for a few days. And I'm pretty sure somebody finally asked him. He's like, yeah, I thought of the wrong song. You know, big deal. Um, I'm James no, Taylor. This, this, I've, this happened at the Blues game, and I've seen it live, and it is very uncomfortable to be in the actual building. Because then you hear somebody behind you go, oh, my God. Did you? And so... This is another one that I've seen on, on videos of people doing it. They say, who's broad stars and bright stripes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whoa, <laughs> and, really? and as they're saying it, you could see the look in their eyes like, oh, crap. Done messed oh, up. crap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crap. And, and luckily, this guy that did it just powered through. Nobody noticed, powered through. But everybody was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> is that how it goes? I've been singing wrong all these years. <laughs> you know, it's like hosting the Oscars. You can't win. There's no winning. No, sure isn't. No matter how good you do, there's no winning. Yeah. There's only one person that won, Whitney Houston. And even she recorded it. Oh, yeah. Her anthem. Oh, I'm like, what the hell? Her are anthem. I'm like, when did Whitney Houston host the Oscars? <laughs> no, her anthem. <laughs> yeah, the best ones that you've ever heard have been pre-recorded and lip-synced. Pre-recorded yeah. and lip-synced. Uh -huh. same, same for the Beyonce one. Uh, what, if, what if that was the offer for you? The cardinal said, "Hey, opening day, we want you to do it." But hey, man, we get it. You want to lip sync it? That's cool. Oh man, Whew, I don't know. The '90s kid in me would feel like um, I don't know, hurting the feelings of, of yeah. dead musicians. That or something. kid is dead. I, 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 I buried. He's gone. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. He's gone. It's weird because you're in a you're in a tough spot because if you don't 
If you don't say it ahead of time before、mm-hmm. anybody accuses you of it, quote unquote, then it's like you were hiding it. Yeah, But、go. once people accuse you, then you're say, like, well, yeah, of course. And you say, I you know、was. what? How was your anthem? Right. <laughs> How、yeah. was your anthem? I mean, right, cool. The Chili Peppers did change that a little bit for me with the,、uh, the I, Super Bowl. That's、thing. who I was thinking of. I know. That, that, that changed、thing. it for me. They didn't say ahead of time, but once people said it, they were like, yeah, yeah. duh. That's why we didn't plug in. So、yeah. we can kind of like make, make fun, fun of, of ourselves. Make a goof of it. See, I was offered to lip sync the anthem, but I said I'd only do it if they played the Whitney Houston. Version.、Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, yeah. They said no. A、yep, yep. uh, bit of closure from a, a discussion we had yesterday. Remember, my wife was invited to the、uh, to that cookie exchange party. Oh, yeah, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she canceled.、Uh, no, no, she's going. She is going. And I had offered, I said, in, in fact, I think you guys heard me on the phone yesterday with her. Like, hey, do you want me to run to Schnooks or Deerberg's and I'm going to pick up some, you know, toll house like a Like, a log, log.、Yeah. like the log of uncooked,、uh, you know, uncooked cookies, and you just bake them and put a bow on them,、mm-hmm. call it a day. That's、yep. the way that she should have gone.、Uh, no, no, she's doing even better.、Uh, somebody else is making the cookies on the block for her, <laughs> hey, and she's taking、that. credit. So,、oh, oh, you got it. Ridiculous.、Really? Oh. What in the world? How did she pull that one off? <laughs> Happy Festivus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Somebody else making the cookies. That's my lady. <laughs> when, it, when is this? Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Her world famous cookies. Uh huh. <laughs> She just, you can't see her. The, the, your wife is pointing at someone else. Her world famous cookies.、Yes. Okay, so the only potential disaster here is what if the cookies are awful? Yeah, this person makes good cookies? We know, or? I don't know. <laughs> She's making her world famous crappy pants cookies. I, I, honestly, <laughs> I honestly think those kind of、uh, cookie exchange parties are, are just about having something. Yeah. Yeah, it's we, not about quality. We, it, my, in my recipe, we replace the flour with Miralax. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. I think some of them are like, hey, this is our excuse to have a Christmas party. And you just come over and we just want to hang out and just bring some cookies. We're going to trade them. I think some of them, though, are legit like, hey, I know you have a family recipe. I've got a family I think recipe. They've got a family recipe. There's a lot of people there. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of people, people there. there.、Huh. Yeah. So, wow, you're going to be coming home with some bomb cookies, man. Which you can bring、uh, here. Which I will、want. maybe just bring here and not eat myself、yes. because it's a, kinda, it's a potluck thing.、So. Bring them Friday. I'll take them.、Oh, Christmas yeah, cookies, jammer. It is. I don't know.、Oh. Yep. We will make sure that they are. We should do a, like a blue light over them or something. No, this, this particular、oh, woman、man. who's hosting the party,、uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, she doesn't have young kids. But I don't know who's going to be there.、Mm. Yeah, you don't know what cookies you're getting. You're not、yeah. getting a host cookies. I'm not eating. Oh, no. Wait, you're not going to eat any of these cookies? No. Oh, I、Get、will. So、here. bring them in.、Serious? Thank you. I'll, I'll bring them in. Oh, well, your wife? I can't believe you're not going to、no. eat any of them. So she won't partake in the cookies? I mean, actually, I, I, actually, I do believe that. She、Either? may be polite and take a couple nibbles. And then she'll obviously go spit it out.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I'd eat any cookie that looks. That looks good. If it looks the part,、ah, I'm, I'm addicted. I told you, I'm not addicted coming, to anything except for chocolate chip cookies. Coming, they're coming from people's houses. Dude, the only cookie I've ever、so、turned down, not, I'm fairly certain, was on tour from a,、uh, from a fan. You remember this? Yeah, the Uber. Yeah, and I think, it was,、uh, I think it was a guitar tech that maybe found a hair in one, and I was I, like, I think. Do you remember years ago? Years、stop. ago, remember there, there was a lady that would、uh, bring cookies to every band? The, the cookie, cookie lady. lady. The cookie yeah, lady. yeah. Yep. Remember her? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, she brought cookies to everybody. They called her what, the pretzel lady? No, I think it was the cookie lady. <laughs> the she was the steak lady. I think the shoe dude is what her name was. Jeff, did you, ever, did you ever eat any of her cookies? Absolutely. So I did, did I.、Oh, yeah. I did too. Yeah, yeah dude. See, nah, I, 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 I did up、that. until one point. 
And God, I hope she's not listening. I don't mean this in a bad way, but I saw her at a local uh, uh, fast food joint, and she was sitting there eating lunch, and she had just gone to Schnucks, which was right there, and she had probably 700 Schnucks bags, you know, the little plastic Full bags. of cookies? No, 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 just full of her groceries, sitting in the booth with her, just like... Okay, what, like somebody she, can't eat after they shop? No, but it was just weird that she brought them it's into the store. It's weird that she didn't schedule lunch prior to going or, shopping. Or leave her groceries in her in her car. And well, she was it a hot day? No, it was actually a cold day from what I remember. Mm. I don't know for sure. Maybe but I, she didn't drive. I, I want to yeah. say she had a coat on. Yeah, Scott said she probably walked. Yeah, bust or walked or but something. But there was like st- probably 15 to 20 grocery bags. Well, when I lived in Manhattan, I didn't have a car, and I had to walk with my grocery bags. Like 15 to 20 of them? Yeah, but I mean, she... I couldn't afford I mean, the, the, she was in a, food. She but... was in like a four-person booth, and the other side of it was, it was like falling out. There was so much. When you did that, didn't you hit the burger crank on the way to the grocery store, though, on the, instead on the uh, way? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I don't know what went on with, with her that day. I know. So, wait, just, so ah, Jeff just, sees this and stops cookies. Said, no yeah. more cookies from you. Thank you. And her car might have died out there. She's waiting to get it fixed. Yeah, and you're what an ass I am. <laughs> I, I hadn't seen the woman in years. Yeah, me either. I, I but she was, I mean, when I first got to town, that was the cookie lady. Yeah. You'd see her backstage at... Uh, oh, she'd be back there before us. At the amphitheater. Yeah. And she'd have her cookies, and she'd bring cookies to yeah. every band. Super nice lady. Too. Very nice. Yeah. But no thanks. <laughs> Thank you, no. Yeah. Don't you think this time of year cookie. just brings out the crazy in people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a little more neurotic than normal. I think okay. it's probably because you're seeing it more. Well, even on the roads, people are nuts. People are getting crazy. Drive anywhere near a a, a, a mall <laughs> or a, anywhere. Anywhere selling Christmas Christmas gifts. Jesus. Yeah. It's because everybody's stressed Thunderdome. out. Thunderdome. Everybody's stressed out that they got no money because the expectations that have been put on. No, it's everybody. not even that. It's go, 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 go. Everybody's stressed out. Go, 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 go. Trying to wrap up work for the year. Trying to get those last-minute gifts. Looking for parking. It's Thunderdome out there. It is. It's anxiety. There's a lot of anxiety. Even Not even just the driving. We were all with uh, with Tracy Bibb yesterday. Oh, oh boy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dude. You'll never believe what Scott poor, did. Poor Tracy Bibb. <laughs> Sorry. Our our insurance agent, Tracy Bibb from, uh, from Allstate. I'll only read the, uh, the message. The first message she wrote to us. And what the hell's wrong with people? Let me see. Uh, she writes, uh, hey, I got a question for you guys, because we're pretty sure this guy is one of your listeners. I said, uh-oh. What did he or she do? Mm-hmm. Tracy Bibb, poll question. Is it normal uh, Is it normal man behavior to send pictures of Frank and Beans while requesting an insurance quote? First of all, I love that she used Frank and Beans. I did too. <laughs> Is that the name of their dogs? No, no, but let me explain why I did that. <laughs> you stop it. Okay. Yeah, you don't. So somebody, I guess, requesting an insurance quote, sent over a, a dong shot. Are they insuring that? Ooh, oh. didn't ask that question. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is not Lords of London or whatever the hell that is, where you could insure like hair and legs. <laughs> oh, like, uh, you know, the Mary yeah. Hart from back in the day did that. Remember? It was Jennifer Lopez has Jennifer her ass. Uh, yeah. Has her ass insured? Just in case. What's the dude's name they used to play for the Steelers? Had his hair for a while insured? Fabio. The most shared Frankenbeans on Tinder. Frankenbeans. So the whole, mm-hmm. 
all the so the, the Frank and the beans, I oh, guess. The I mean, whole, all three, everybody's there. <laughs> Full coverage. How'd you get the beans above the Frank? <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote, we're, we are the good hands company. I think oh, she, yeah. she did. Oh, she did. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say that joke, but she beat me to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah are you in good hands? All <laughs> state. Yeah, I guess they took that too literally. A little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, what the hell's wrong with people? Was it a? Did she ever expound on it? Like, no. Did, was it? I mean, did he go, I'm sure it was. That was meant for my mortgage company. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who was? Maybe. First of all, it probably was one of our people. I'll I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they sent it on accident. Yeah, probably That's a mistake. What I'm thinking, yeah. Although she she did give us the email address. Did you look the email address up? I did. Nothing came up. Uh, I did. I, I did. As soon as it, it came over, I went. But 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 it was. I'm, I'm not going to give the address out, but it, it was a name, a full name, and then 69 at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, and just because we say a phone number on air doesn't mean you're supposed to send duty dong pics to it. <laughs> That's right. Every number. Every number yes. we give out, including sponsors. <laughs> Please don't. Good point. Um, and then she writes, how many, how many men do you know? Who use sixty nine in the emails that are that are, it's not their yeah, only, their year of birth. Only right? Jeff. Yeah. You know it's funny because I almost went to I'm not really sure where they are they are or else I was going to take a picture of all my old point urge hockey jerseys. Uh huh. Because they're all I'm guess what number I am. Of course you're sixty nine. Yeah. Because that's Jeff. You think that was my choice? I remember my, my yeah, buddy when <laughs> my buddy when he was signing up his for, always funny for his AOL you know AOL instant messenger screen name and his very first AOL email address and everything. I remember sitting there. He graduated in the year two thousand. I remember him sitting there and it was like dead serious. He's like, "Huh, what do I want to pick?" He's like. I got it. Bill 69 2000. I'm like, I just remember. And back then, I was like, hell yeah. You are cool. Same thing with and, me. Yeah. Nowadays, I, I, if I see that, I'm like, oh, I should wear that. Oh, no, I well, one of the that. biggest things that, that potential employers say if you're, if you're applying for a job is, all right, what's your email address? And yeah. you put down like J Burton 69 or J Burton 420. Right, yeah. Come on. Yeah. You need to have a professional you know what? That, that, email address. That's actually better, though. Like, jburton69 at gmail.com, sure, that's fine. But I'm sure some people are like, they're like, hey, what email you got? They're like, ah, you know, <laughs> thick and curly eight. Seven, <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It was thick Th and curly eight and a half. Thick guy, all. 69. What? <laughs> <laughs> Your guide for weed, 69. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Smoking for 20, 24-7 at... <laughs> yeah. 420-24-7. What? Did she give the guy a quote? I don't know. I don't know what kind of policy he was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, even speaking of that, even creepier oh, man. is something that happened to Jeff Burton's daughter. And this is serious. Like, this is a serious thing. People are crazy out there. It's the holidays. So I guess your daughter was at Target, the Target in Kirkwood. Yeah. She had just done some shopping. She had, had gone back to her car, and this is your 18-year-old? 19. 19. She's sitting in her car, I guess on her on her phone, just after the, after being done shopping. She's, she's been taught very well not to text and drive, so when she gets behind the wheel of her freaking car, she looks at her phone, whether it's in the driveway or in the freaking parking lot. I mean, why target. are you upset about that part? Because it's one of those things where you want to have your head on a swivel, and that's obviously not the lesson. Here, I mean, it's obviously, Kirkwood, but it's it's the Kirkwood target. You know what that is? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, 
I know exactly where the Kirkwood target you is. You want Lindbergh just north uh, of Watson? Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's a very safe area. You wouldn't think of anything happening there. But in the car next to her was a gentleman who was... Um, punishing himself. Punishing himself. No. Oh, Joe, time, Joe time at Target? Mm-hmm. And made sure... And this was Monday? Monday. 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 F- 4.30-ish, 5.30-ish. Ooh, so it was, ah, it's dark. It was dark. It's winter. Mm, I mean, it's dusk. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that it was dark yet, but yeah, it was pretty close to that. And he made sure that she saw. Yeah. No. Yeah. Saw what, what he, was, he doing was doing what he or was doing. saw what he was doing it with? Everything. What he was doing. She said, I saw everything. She said his pants were at his ankles. And you can't tell the pants are at the ankles unless you see into the car. She's got, she has a little mini SUV, so I'm assuming she oh, was up she was here and he was higher. down here. Okay. Yeah, and she's not 100. She got everything, 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 everything. She's like, I could, I could tell you what it, what his face looks like, uh, and uh, she goes, she's pretty sure that it's a, uh, uh, a navy blue Chevy Cruze. Only thing she didn't get was a freaking license plate. Yeah, but she wasn't thinking. I mean, she, yeah. wasn't, she, she, she was, was panicked. She did think about it momentarily as she was pulling away, freaking out. And she said she grabbed her phone, but her hands were shaking and it kind of yeah, like dropped. Mean, she was like, screw this, I'm leaving. But the one thing she did get was a car, freaking kid's car seat in the back that has like a black and white uh, um, cow, like Holstein cow. There was no kid in it. And there was, was no, there? Okay, no kid in it, but there is, it's a very... I mean, if you see it, you'll you'll go, wow, a Holstein cow or like a cow pattern on a car seat in the back. So, and he said, she said he looked like Chip Gaines from that Joanna and Chip Gaines TV show with a little bit of a scraggly beard. Huh. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be of, mad at her for sitting in the parking lot. Oh no, no, I'm phone. not mad at all. No, 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 no. God, if she's hearing this, please, please, you did nothing wrong. Yeah, I mean that's you, you rather her do that than than drive. But yeah, and absolutely. and and, and you figure a busy. Target parking lot. Yeah, especially this would be, time a, of year. would be a safe place. Yeah. People are crazy. And it sucks because she was going over to her uncle's house, Julie's brother, who is a cop. So she went over there and they filed a police report and they got a hold of her yesterday saying, We have heard nothing else, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So what else can you do other than. Keep I your mean, you file, the, for that you file the police report. I'll be going to their parking lot today with a machete in my hand, just driving. Let's say you could. Target. Has a uh, surveillance and stuff. They could probably look at where her car I'm, was parked. And... I'm assuming they looked into that, but I don't know. Okay. So that's creepy. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Oh yeah, well, that's I, creepy. I just, and I'm not trying to to take away the creepiness and the, and this the 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 seriousness of this. I can't imagine just doing that in a car in a parking lot. Well, I mean, there are sexual deviants. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you have to be. You have to be. We've heard I, of of incidents in Kirkwood actually of. Stuff like this happening over the past couple months, and I'm wondering if it's connected. Could be. Hmm. I mean, he did say that there has been some instances of this in that area, in the Walmart, Lowe's, yeah. all that. Because that's random just a- streets looking, and this creepster looking for women. Well, think about that big, huge strip mall from Big Bend and Limburg all the way down to almost 44. There, that's just one big, yeah, huge parking lot. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing but opportunity to do that. Ah, man, that sucks. Yeah. God, like I just—I I mean, Kid I has guess the slap sense. I get, I guess it's good because you know that I'm not a sexual deviant, or at least I could—I could say that I'm not because I'm walking in the parking lot of Target and I toot, and there's nobody around me, and I go, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm right. so sorry." Yeah. Like I can imagine pulling up to a parking spot and doing that. It also sucks knowing there's some guy out there who has not been caught that's getting away with it. That's getting away yeah. with that. Yeah. She's a young girl in a car. Right? Did he make eye contact see, with her? Yeah. Oh uh, my gosh. 
Yikes. Yeah. As a dad, you just want to go. Of course. You want to kill the guy. Let's have a little chat. You want to kill the guy. But you did the right thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you call the cops. You call the cops. You file a report. I mean, what else is there to do? Unfortunately, that's about it until they find a guy with a car seat with a cow. Cow print, huh? Yeah. Right now, anybody that has that, even if it wasn't them, is like, we need a new car seat. Right. And a blue Chevy Cruze? Yeah, that's what she's pretty pretty sure is a Chevy Cruze. She started describing it, and I said, Google what you're what yeah. you're talking about. And that's what she goes, that's ah. it. So That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. I hope they catch the guy. Me too. I'd like to have a chat. Well, I mean, you can't. I I'm know. probably not going to let you guys talk. T- probably not in the same room. Talk with each other. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, I wonder if there's a connection. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Because again, there's there's been a, a a rash of stuff like this happening over the past couple months, over the past yeah. year mm-hmm. in Kirkwood. Yeah, and we we've covered the stories too. Yeah, right. and I want to say it's a guy in a white van. I don't remember the description of the car. I'm 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 trying to go back. We do so many news stories. Right. Unfortunately, we talk about this too much. But even the stuff that oh, happens yeah. in, in, in Kirkwood, you know, something like this is something that not normally would happen. It kind of sticks out. Right. The same thing happened in June. It looks like there's a couple police reports from June with somebody doing this in Kirkwood. White car. Yeah, white car. In both Shrewsbury and Kirkwood, the suspect was in a white car. The victims were underage girls in both cases. The male suspect, a suspect exposed himself while driving. Oh, yeah, while driving. And they've, yep. they've, got, a, they've got a sketch of him. Does he look like that chip guy? Uh, chip Gaines? Hold on, I got the, the news stories loading. It's a video here. Once it pulls up, I, I will see. I mean. Yeah, that's that's these are the stories that I, I thought of immediately. Yeah. Kirkwood. Crestwood? What it was Crestwood? Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. Yeah. Yeah. Hope they catch the guy. I agree. I know you're you. shaking your head. And, of course, you want to do whatever you can to protect your kid. But Right. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Kind of. Looking like Chip Gaines. Hmm. Ah. Yeah, you should show your daughter that picture. Yeah. yeah. And that's from one. That's from uh, June 13th? Yeah. yeah. June and July. Police trying to so. identify a man who exposed himself at Park and Kirkwood. I wonder if they caught that guy. Will you send me that link, Tom? Just take it. Yeah, you can take a screenshot of that. Yeah, I wonder if they, have the co- uh, if they ever caught that guy. Hmm. All right. On that note, that's a tough seg there, Jeff. <laughs> Toughest yeah. segment of the team is member of the day. Yeah. Uh, it's brought to you by Mattress Direct, and today we celebrate Cody Evans from Villa Ridge, Missouri. He is now yeah, part Cody. All right, yeah. sir. of Team Riz. Is it Village Ridge or Villa Ridge? I thought it was Villa Ridge. I think it's Villa Ridge. I think so. Uh, you have written down Village Ridge. I apologize. But I don't know. Maybe there is a Village yeah. Ridge. I don't know. If it's not anybody aware of a village ridge, I'm going to look it up. Anyway, uh, Cody Evans is uh, who we're shouting out today. Cody's been a listener from day one of the Riz Show and is now a podcast weirdo. The show helps him get through the 350 plus miles of driving a day for work. A day? Well, he's a delivery guy. Oh, okay. That's that was his commute. Commute. Like, damn. 350 miles, but he's in his car a lot. He's a bread delivery guy. Loves going to concerts, loves Point Fest, and uh, he makes sure to stop by and say hi to every every show we're at, you know, mutually. 
So Cody Evans from Villa Ridge is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com. Socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Emails Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. So we got the New Year's uh, extravaganza coming up. The Weirdos at Westport. New Year's Eve Pajama Jammy Jam. I'm sorry, Pajama. Sheridan Westport Chalet, Westport Plaza. So it's a, it's a pajama party. They're on your adult onesie. I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my... Uh, Hugh Hefner, smoking jacket, silk pajamas soon. Nice, stunning, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna order them probably uh, over the weekend. Just want to make sure. Can't rush hope, into these kind of things. You better hope you, sure. you better hope you prime that. The ones I've seen on the Amazon are, are good to go. I gotta, I gotta send in a complaint with Amazon. Oh, why? Oh, because I ordered something prime and it showed up six days later. What Ooh. in the hell? They give you credit, though. I didn't know. I don't know. Apparently, uh, this has happened to me before, and I just kind of dealt with it. But apparently, like, you file a complaint or you file something, and then they, they go, okay, cool. Sorry, our bad. Here's this. Yeah, they usually, they will compensate you. So, yeah. so Usually just some kind d- of credit. During the holiday season, you just might want to be mindful of that. Yeah, maybe today or tomorrow, I'll, I'll, I'll do the ordering. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, open bar, champagne toast at midnight. Music from DJ Patrico, Moon and the Teenage Dirtbags. Mattress Direct's going to give everybody a weirdo pillow. It's awesome. The uh, the Riz Show uh, pillowcases, which are sweet. Those are sweet. Sleep with us every night. Mm. And uh, much, much more. So you got the general admission tickets on sale now, 1057thepoint.com. Also, those hotel overnight packages, which is the best way to do it. This way, you don't got to worry about driving, no Ubering. Just crawl back to your hotel room. That's it. Call on a night. And then I believe we're going to have an event the next day, which we'll give you all the details on that soon. We'll do like a little brunch thing. <clears throat> like a recovery party, we'll call it. <laughs> you got the New Year's Eve and you got the recovery party the next day. And but, we're just uh, staying up the entire time, right? No. Okay. No, no, no. But with the open bar begs the question, and I've seen some awkwardness when it comes to open bars before. How should you tip at an open bar? How should you tip at an open bar? And we may all have different answers. I, th- I think the way I do it is correct, and I'm, I'm validated by this if by this article I read. If it's a single bar, or let's, let's say there's two or three, you go to the same one each time, mm-hmm. and the first time, or this I don't know if this is a rule, I'm not suggesting this is just what makes me feel good. Uh, if I'm only going to have a couple, I'll put a 10 down at, at, you know, at the at the first drink, and then that's it. I'll come get my one, two drinks. Yeah, because you could do you could do the big tip at the beginning, or you could do the tip as you go. Yeah, if I'm drinking all night, or it's me and the lady, and you know, I'm like, let's say I'm getting two, one for me, one for her, then I'll put a twenty down the first time, 
And then that's what it. if it's an event like Risho, uh, or about like a New Year's Eve mm-hmm. thing where they're going to have a rotation of bartenders and the next guy up there doesn't necessarily know you put a twomp in there. Yeah, that's but I think they pull, they pull the tips anyway. Well, I understand that, but are you going to make sure, hey, just so you know, the other bartender was here and I put a twenty? Uh, in I, I actually, I actually do ask because uh, at, at New Year's we have the bar in the back, we have the mm-hmm. bar in the lobby, and then we have the two on the sides. Right. I'll go to the same one, and the very first time I'll say, hey, are you are you stationed here the whole time? And if they say yes, then I go. There's the it does, you know it doesn't make the difference because they pull them anyway. It does for my right. brain. It yeah. does for but your brain, maybe. I was just bringing it up for our brain, yeah. Because uh, uh, you know you may think, oh, open bars, open bars mean free drinks, right? Nah, not exactly. Because you got a tip. You got a tip if you want if you want decent service. So I was reading this website called the Takeout, and they have a they have a bartender on there who does a column. And uh, yeah, they said there are basically three options: tip, tip big at the beginning, right? Tip as you go, or tip at the end. And the columnist doesn't see the point of tipping at the end, and she writes, "If you got a tip, why not do it by the drink or in the beginning, so you could reap all the sweet attention and slightly more generous wine pours, right?" Yeah. So why would you tip at the end? Could you take that same thinking to tipping at the dinner table too? Why tip at the end there? Hmm. If that's your thinking, uh, yes. I guess but that's it's a different. It's a different animal. Yeah, I guess yeah you so. could do the jerk thing where it's like, "This is yeah, your tip. Here's your twenty ones, and every time you screw up, I'm taking a dollar." Oh, yeah, well, we've seen yeah. stories like that before. Yeah, that's a monster. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna put twenty five bucks on here. A dollar comes away every time you yeah. do something dumb, or don't get what I want. Douche. Yeah, that's a douche move. Yes. Anyway. This is what this is what this bartender advocates for. She advocates for a combo of tipping big at the beginning and tipping as you go. Writing, of, well, of course she's going to write that because that means more money for her as mm-hmm. a bartender. But she says, I'd suggest a more generous tip at the beginning, followed by maybe a buck or two on each round going forward. For maximum impact, make sure the initial tip comes in the form of a round bill. A five, a ten, or twenty, rather than a collection of singles, so the bartender can fully see your generosity. I'm thinking just at the beginning. That's what I do, just at the beginning, and always around Bill. Always. Now, does it? It doesn't get in your brain if the next time you go up there, or two times later, it's a different bartender and you don't tip. <sighs> I know I'm complicating things here because, but the, the, the reason why I say that is the reason why I would do each time I go up, just bring a dollar with me. I got a weird thing of talking. You know, put a, put, a, put a five or six, however many drinks I think I may have on New Year's, that many ones in my front pocket. And every time I go up there, put a dollar in. I got a weird, I mean, But that's I, more for my brain. Again, that's more say, for my brain. For my brain, I would talk myself into being okay. And sometimes it would actually come out verbally. Like I would take the drink and be like, I did the last guy. Yeah, just you know, so you know. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you literally have a conversation yeah. with yourself going, it's okay. You did it, man. Right. Yeah. Knowing myself that I did tip a 10 or 20 at the beginning, I'm okay in my head. Yeah, but did you, <laughs> when you're walking away with the beers in your hand, do you tell yourself, I'm okay? I, I and, did. I, and if that bartender does one time, no. I was nice. And if that bartender doesn't know, then you don't reap those benefits that we're talking about yeah. either. Yeah, good point. But I'm not doing it to reap benefits. I'm doing it. Well, so I'm we just doing it so I don't feel do guilty. It and 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 uh, <laughs> the, to be honest, the benefit of not feeling guilty. Yeah, that's, I guess. I guess so. Let's. I mean, let's be honest. Of course, you do it. 
you know, for the employee yeah, or the person who's serving your drinks. But, of course, you want a little, yeah. you know, if you're a little generous, you want them to be a little generous, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you a tip at the beginning guy? Uh, sure, yeah. But I'll make sure they see it. And, and and I'm also the guy where I'm a I'm a tip at the beginning guy. I'll tip big just to make sure they see it. And then if I go up and there's a different bartender, I tip them again. Mm. Yeah, I like to make a show at the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's twenty. Look, guys, I wave it around. Twenty. I wave it around. Twenty. I wave it around. Have Patrico mention it from the stage <laughs> <laughs> twice. That's Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> or wait, maybe it's a Benjamin. You know. Also, also, you know, there are, you know, there are a lot of people that don't realize they are annoying the bartenders when they go out. Anybody here ever bartend? No, no, not in a, no. not in like a. Here's a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Like I've Funsies. bartended and I've went and bartended at like a wedding or something like that. Charity, but, you know, if you're Charity at a crowded, crowded yeah. stuff like if that, if you're yeah. at a crowded bar, you know when there's a good bartender. I mean, just working, working the line. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. it's it's like a dance. It's 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 magical. Yeah. I did it in my in my basement. It was packed. Somebody stole the tip jar though. Didn't, didn't work out for me. But I was pretty good. It's pretty good. Stop it. <laughs> I was very generous. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Ask Scott. He was there. No, if you, I mean, if, listen, if you're at a crowded club or a bar, I mean, and, and you watch the bartender behind there mixing drinks, making sure everybody's all right. Never looking panicked. Never looking that's panicked. A, that's yeah. a big deal. Cool, calm, collected. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I Agreed. appreciate that. And it angers me if I see somebody being disrespectful to a bartender. Because they're, you know, they're not getting the attention they want. Or it's, you know, you're not the only one there, you jerk. Right. Yeah, that is the worst. Although, it's also bad when you go to a bar more than once and a bartender's angry. Yeah. Angry bartenders are noted as well. Yeah, yeah. I won't go back. Or you know they're ignoring you on purpose. Or we have an event and you're trying to get water and they know you're not ordering anything. And they'll purposely avoid you the entire time and you're like... <laughs> I've been here forever. Which you know, makes just no the sense water. That's the quickest thing. Here, yeah. there you go. You could say the same about you could say the same about waiters and waitresses too. If they got a crowded section, it's a crowded restaurant. Yeah. And you watch them, you know, watch them work work their tables. I mean, it's mm -hmm. breathtaking. Mm -hmm. It really is. <laughs> I feel like angry and bad uh, waiters and waitresses though get yeah. fired faster than angry or or uh, impatient bartenders. So this 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 website also had ways that you're annoying your servers and bartenders, and you might not even know. Like uh, complaining about your sides of ranch not being free. Do you think ranch dressing grows on trees? Mm -hmm. And do you think it. the waiter or waitress has anything to do with the pricing of the condiments? Right. Telling us how well you can tip us at the end of the meal. Pro tip on tips. The people who claim to be the best tippers are usually the worst. Mm -hmm. Again, these are ways you didn't realize you were annoying your service and bartenders. Sitting on the same uh, side of the table as your date instead of across from them. They write, why do couples do this? Why does that bother them? I don't them? know. This is, this is stuff that bothers them. That's I don't a silly waiter. Sometimes they don't they don't mention why it bothers them. It just does. Mm, I can't imagine why. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one kind of sucks. Seems mm -hmm. like a little petty. That's dumb. Making tons of special requests with your orders. Unless you have an allergy, please keep the additions and subtraction, uh, subtractions to a middle, uh, minimum. I don't know. Uh, going back to the other one, do you sit on the same side as your? No. Nope. Why do that? I want the elbow room. If you, yeah. if, you, you know. want like a booth? 
I mean, if you're at a booth. Oh no, never. But like what yesterday, if there's TV. Yeah, yesterday we went out and it was a uh, it was a table, high table, four chairs, and instead of sitting uh, across from each other, we sat on the same one facing because it was a wall. And then a bar, like an open restaurant. And I didn't want to sit with my back to all the nice stuff. It's got murals and all that crap and bikes hanging up, you know. So I wanted to kind of see. It's not like we're next to each other, but we weren't I mean, it was like if it's like a Bruce Wayne table. Hmm. What's a Bruce Wayne table? You know, it's like a oh, giant, oh. long. Oh. <laughs> no, this is like a conference table. Yeah, like a conference table. It's a good sized square and it had individual chairs. And technically we were. Side by so side. So you were just around the corner from each other? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, acceptable, yeah, right? I mean, that's yeah, right. I think that's yeah. fun because you got to hear each other too. She was probably missing. I don't know. If, if, I see the, <laughs> if I see the booth situation, yeah, if I booth, see the booth thing the booth with two people good. on the same side and go, you can't keep your hands each, off each other for three seconds. You know what is funny that this is brought up, uh, but just a couple of last weekend, I think it was, uh, we were at uh, Port Richards in Eureka. And there was a couple that was by themselves in a booth, and it was a four-person booth, and they were across from each other, and they ordered and got drinks, and then, like, before their food came, he slid around, came around to the other side and sat next to her. Like, they started across, huh, and, then they, and then he I, he loves her so much, I, he just had to get around I was there, at, I guess. Uh, I don't know. That guy still at, hasn't changed his financial situation? No, he really hasn't. <laughs> I was up at Big Chief not too long ago, and, uh, yeah, so I, in fact, I saw somebody that we used to work with there. And uh, they were sitting on the same side oh, as no their, and and you know you've been there. It's it's yeah. it, they're not huge booths. No, uh-uh. that's weird. Yeah, but yeah, I walked I, by and I went yuck. Yeah, I, <laughs> was there somebody in the bathroom? Maybe that was no, no. Oh, oh, we weren't, point. We weren't think of that. It's always either the seventeen-year-olds that are on the first date or the fifty-seven-year-olds mm-hmm. that are on the yeah. fourth yeah. date. Okay. Yeah, well, they, and they don't realize there's somebody on the other, there's not anybody on the other side. Now, what about this? When I lived in L.A., there was the Cardinal playoffs and. There was only one TV at the place, and my buddy and I both wanted to watch it, so we ended up sitting at the same same side of the booth. Yeah, unless it's a sporting event. No, and we felt so weird. Only, only TV in the city that had the game on, so you had to. Sit. Well, it's I can We didn't have cable that. there. There was just so you had the, to pay for you know like you had to. Yeah. It was a and there was know. just the one chair. So well, yeah. also what pisses off servers <laughs> is uh, telling them that your meal must absolutely be gluten free, and then ordering a beer. Hmm. And they're like, gluten intolerance is a real thing. And any good server will take it seriously. That said, please don't lie about having an allergy because you don't want bread. Just say you don't want bread. Right? And, yeah. I don't want bread. On the other side of it, as a server, don't say, I think it's gluten-free. Because if somebody with a, a real allergy, mm-hmm. I think, is not good enough. Yeah. Please go check. <laughs> they hate it when you do the I hated it joke at the end of the meal. As they clear away the empty plate. Mm. I'm guilty. Guilty. Oh, no, really? Are you really? Uh, I'm guilty of that. You I know don't what? know what to say sometimes. The hated a joke I've done is, oh, everything but the service. Oh, it's yeah. so dumb every time because you're telling the waiter or waitress that served you. So oh, I, everything but the waiter. I mean, I've, I've licked my plate clean. And then the server comes and picks up my plate. I hated it. Hmm. And I'm like, why do I do that? Why? It's a habit. It's a habit. Yeah, it's a, and I it's a habit. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I wonder how that even bothers anyone. Because it's just like that easy, like, oh, okay, you know we why? don't know each they, other. They, it's they've simple. heard the joke at least three times that day. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Yeah. Like, hated it. And they go, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But at least you know the, the person's nice if they the, do the joke. The barbershop version of that one is when I get my beard trimmed. It's, hey, is everything okay? Yeah. Can you get this other person's gray hair off of me? What is this all about? Or can you clean up this other person's hair? And they're just There's no mic there, Jeff. And when you walk in the door, they're like, 
He's going to do the great hair joke. He's going to do it. He's got to do it. <laughs> Hanging out at your table long after the meal is over. Especially when there's a line out the door. It annoys them. Ooh, big yeah. chief right there. That can happen there. Here it is. Asking to get seated 10 minutes before close. Are you technically allowed to do this? Yep. Does it make you an a-hole? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Saying you'll just have water, but then asking for a whole bunch of lemons and sugar packets. If you just want lemonade, just order it. Yeah, I already closed the kitchen. We don't have sugar packets. This is separate, separate, oh. separate thing. Next item, Moon. You ever have somebody do that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I've seen it once. I'll just take water and then I'll take, you know, 45 <laughs> lemons and sugar and make my own lemonade. Gross. Jeez. <laughs> uh, complaining about something uh, after you've already eaten it. If there's a mistake, let the server fix it. Don't just eat it and expect it to be taken off the bill. Yeah, that piece of apple pie that I finished was disgusting. <laughs> like to see a manager. Oh, here it is. No tipping on to-go orders. Someone still has to take the order, make sure everything looks right, and pack it up. You don't have to tip like you're getting table service, but a couple bucks will go a long way. Again, these are, are ways you didn't realize you were annoying your servers and bartenders from the servers and bartenders. Ordering for yourself and the person you're with. That annoys them. Why not let everyone order for themselves? He'll take uh, the, uh, the prime rib, medium rare. Thank you. That's a great order. I appreciate that. That is a good order. That, that sounds good really, right yeah, now. I appreciate really that does. order. Uh, trying to chat us up when we're clearly busy. Lots of servers get into this business because they genuinely love people. But if they're in the middle of a lunch rush, let them focus on their jobs. You know what? Speaking of being busy, this is something that I say every single time. And after I say it, I don't know if it's the look on their face or as soon as I hear it, it's like it's in a useless comment to make is as they're walking by or if they stop in just real fast. Hey, can you can I get you anything? And you say, hey, can I get a glass of water or whatever? No hurry. Just whenever. Because what waiter or waitress is going to go, oh, well, I don't have to hurry. <laughs> of course they're going to get it as fast as they can because that helps with their time. And by the way, on the flip but side of Why do I say that every damn time? On the flip side of that chance. last one, on the flip side of that last one, as a customer, I don't want you sitting on my booth. Yeah. Oh, that don't bother me. I think we have TGI Fridays to blame for that. I think that's where it started. Uh, like a bit started too at Hooters. Listen, if they could say it, then I could say it. If they don't want us chatting them up, I can yeah. say I don't want you chatting me up. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Nothing really bothers me, but the only thing that kind of like makes me laugh a little bit is when they set your food down and then they go do a lap for 40 seconds and come back and go, how's How, how is it? How's Man, it? I have yeah, yeah, taken yeah. the yeah. thing off you, the yeah. straw. You're saying it started at Hooters, that's fine, but I'm talking about when a dude that is a waiter sits down at, the, at your booth in Fridays or Applebee's or something. I get why they do it at Hooters, duh. But- that's different. Yeah, you know what I'm talking different. about. Yeah. Or kneeling you know down. About. How about the kneel down to the booth? All right, what do we have, guys? You ever have somebody pull up a chair and then sit on it backwards? Yes, the AC Slater. Oh, yeah. The yeah. AC Slater it? I mean, eventually they're going to call over another waiter and say, grab me a water, will you? We're talking. So the AC Slater a chair and then take and then take your order that way. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What do we cash. having, guys? 
Well, he, I'm having anxiety. I'd rather have him do that than, than sit down and not write anything down. Yeah, I was just oh, going to say, are you guys... I, lo I love you your guys memory, and that's no, no, great, no. and that's cool. And there's people that... I've gone to restaurants where I've ordered, and, and they haven't written a thing down, and they come back, and the order's perfect, and that's great. Just for my ease of mind, just, don't, just write it down. Even if, you're drawn, even if you're drawing a stick figure, yeah. just I have a piece of paper just and pretend, a pen in your hand. Yeah, yeah just pretend. After, the, after the first order, you look at him and you go, oh, God, we're doing this. Oh, yeah, I don't care if your name badge has 11 years of service and you're a trainer. Great, write it down. You don't need to prove to me that you're good with the memory. Yeah. And I'm not saying I could do it. I'm just saying I'd rather you not, so we're sure. <laughs> so, someone in the chat room says, my husband has a stutter, so I order for him. Okay, that's well, different. Well, yeah, all right, okay. That's different. Riz is talking about the waiter comes up and goes, uh, what are we having? And, and the, the, the husband goes, uh, she's going to take the grilled chicken Caesar salad and I'm going to do the prime rib. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My That's hostage will have. Yeah. If you, if you, she's not allowed to speak. It's Wednesday. <laughs> so, so who do you think out of the five of us? And by the way, these are this me. is, this is waiters, yeah. waitresses, and bartenders saying this stuff. Out of the five of us, who do you think would make the best waiter at, at like a restaurant? Me. <laughs> I am. Oh wait, wait, yeah, him. I am in complete disagreement me. with that. Hundred percent me. N not a chance. I am a people pleaser. Oh boy. Riz, you would not As be able to handle As somebody who this. likes to uh, to cook at home for groups of people, I would have to say, and you've been to my house yes, you know, for parties and stuff. Yeah, you're and a great host. You're a great you know. host. We're not you know what? The waiter and waitress is the host of my meal. No, oh. dude, I I'm sorry. I disagree with you wholeheartedly here. No, because you like to focus on one thing, and you're 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 a great host because you're focused on that one thing or that one group of, of people. Ah, you know you're right. This is and I think if somebody this is multiple tables. And if somebody and if somebody you're and going if, back what? dealing with kitchen. One person. This is all it's going to be. This is Riz, and I'm sure ever, up until this point it's been perfect. And then Riz puts down the steak, and and the guy takes a couple bites and everything, and he goes, Riz says, "How is everything?" And he goes, "Ah, uh, the steak sucks." And Riz goes, "I didn't cook it." Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I. You're right. Right. <laughs> when, you, when you have to take it back you're and right. throw it at the kitchen, go, this jackass thinks this isn't media. You're right. You're right. I could actually be pretty, pretty entertaining. corrected. <laughs> I stand corrected. It'd be three hours and I'd be like, I quit this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Three hours. Three tables. I'm going to have to say King Scott. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, I don't. I don't. I, I would, I would work, say. No. Work King Scott, I say yes, but we don't know real King Scott at home, really. I would say so me or maybe. King Scott. Really? Why? Why him? I think he's I a bit you, scattered. I, I, I you'd, uh, you'd work at a restaurant where you'd have a lot of flair. I agree yeah, with that. Uh, I'd have the most. <laughs> but I think. But he's I think he's so nice. Have straws too yeah. in his front pocket. He's so nice <laughs> that I think even when people are the most pissed off that they've ever been at yeah. the top of the I am angry scale, I think he would be so nice that they would be. They would go. You screwed up everything. I ordered steak. You brought me chicken. Everything's ice cold. And I said I wanted water. And you brought me chocolate milk. And he'd go. Oh, well, I am so sorry. I will fix that right away. And they go. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I think they would. Hey, just, they would I was a waiter he, for yeah, a month. Right, they would well. love him as their Maybe waiter so. every single time. Mm -hmm. But he yeah. still brought water instead of chocolate milk. The hair nut he yeah. would have. Okay, to then wear. who do you think? Damn, I think it'd probably be you. Eh, I disagree with that. You do? Yeah. People get you angry real fast, man. At, I've I've worked. Yeah, but in yeah, that but so in, a, in a professional, so I've seen him do the, do the weddings for friends mm -hmm. and and not friends and. Uh, I think I think he Way has. He, I think he has the perceived um, longest. Run of patience. 
And, 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 not, and this is the thing. Keep it in. I so, think you could keep it in until you got home. Yeah. So we're I, all I on agreement that I'd be the worst, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I think the trigo. Go, go back. If I if I had to rank if I had to rank five through one, I think the worst would be Riz, followed by Jeff, then Moon, then Casey. Here I thought for a second I was waiter of the year. I was fucked up. I'm talking about now. You just wouldn't you wouldn't remember anything. Destroy it. I was because I would write it down. Okay, yeah. Going back to what we said, I, I would write it down. I, I think you, me, and Scott are are, are close second, mm-hmm. but I think our issues are my feet, me- memory, hurts. and organizational skills. Mm-hmm. I think Tony has us beaten that. I really do. Oh, that absolutely. For I sure. back yeah. to oh, uh, God. Back to I've here. never met anybody with the memory of that guy. Absolutely, yeah. for sure. Uh, again, these are these are things that are annoying to uh, servers, and you may not realize you're being annoying. Uh, saying you're ready to order when you're clearly not. Like if you need a couple more minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ask for it. Yep. We'd rather not stand there awkwardly while you decide on what you want. Yeah. You guys ready to order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you go, then I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. Once you're done, I'll be ready. And go across the table. And they're standing there. Meanwhile, the somebody else that's already ready <laughs> could be getting Because I've been, you know, I've been ready to go and, and members of my party have not. And yeah. I see the look and like, yeah. <laughs> Or what about getting, I mean, in reverse, what about getting frowned at when you're ready to go? They're taking drink orders and you're like, we're ready for food. And they're like, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. I I can't bring a a solid back order with a liquid back order. (laughs) Sorry. Can I I tell you that one pet peeve that this is on the opposite side of things. This is with my wife. Whenever we're at a restaurant, it never fails, no matter what. Waiter comes up and goes, hey, guys, you ready to order? And she kind of looks at me and I look at her and I go, yeah, we're ready. And she looks at me and she goes, go ahead. All right, you go first. It shouldn't bother me, but every time I'm like, she doesn't like to break the ice. Why don't you just order? You know what you want, just order. But every time she goes, you go first. Well, that, and that's and the waiter just, and then leans back and stares at, at me. <laughs> and, and it's assumed the female will order first anyway, too. Yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. That's when but you go, the, she'll have the... But every time she... And she like sits back and like waits for my order like, ooh, even though... 30 seconds before the waiter gets there. What are you going to get? I'm like, ah, then I'm going to get the cheeseburger. She's like, all right, cool. The waiter comes up. What can I get for you guys? And Krista goes, you go first. It like waits in anticipation. What's it got to say? Like you know, you know what else? I, I go the cheeseburger. The move I do is, uh, and and this is wrong, is if I'm with people and they order something or they say they want something that I also want, I won't order it. You want? I'm oh, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel like we got to spread it out. I find like out what this place has to offer. Yeah, it's just not. It's not going to be good. Yeah. Me too. Same here. I always have a backup just in case the person to my right. Oh, you're good. You're going to get the trout? I was going to get the trout. I guess I oh, you say it out loud? See, I just switch it real quick and go, oh, I was like the... Me too. I have two things. Every time oh, he'll make I go sure to a restaurant, I have two things. You oh, go, for sure. damn it. Damn you. <laughs> oh, I was yeah, getting the trout. I've been at a year and a half. And then we can negotiate. We right. can negotiate. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll take half and we can maybe split a dish. <laughs> just give me a leg. It'll be fine. I, I have two things every time. And if the person before me, even if it's something that I go to the restaurant and everybody's been talking about this T-bone steak, everybody has said, you go to this restaurant, you get the T-bone steak, it is that damn good. And I sit down and the person next to me goes, I'll get the T-bone steak. I'll go, chicken strips. <laughs> My father-in-law used to pull this move. He used to order stuff that he wasn't supposed to be eating because he was on a diet and order it for me so he could take some. Ah, veteran move. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Man, really was he paying for it? Yeah. Oh, oh well, well, he can do what he wants. <laughs> He's just ordering two meals. Or he'll try to negotiate with me going, I I know you kind of like lamb chops, but I love them. So why don't you get them and I'll get the steak and we could, we could split. Right. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to, Michael. Hmm. Stop ordering for me. 
How about I eat a couple of pieces of your food because you know you're dating my daughter? Uh, that's th- this, this is a great question. What if you? What if we're at a restaurant and you go, "Ah, uh, yeah, I'll take the T-bone," and then I go, mm, "That sounds good. I'll take that too." Does that bother you? Oh, will you reverse? Like no, you know what? It's different with a steak. Steak for some reason. Okay, whatever then. Does steak, you you order steak is, is it different. different because you were first? Is what he's saying. you you go you go. I'll take item A, and the person goes, mm, yeah, I'll take item A too. It'll be noted. I mean, I'm not gonna, <laughs> well, you go oh, I'm not Inter- internally. I don't externally, but internally, I go check out this. What are you doing? <laughs> you yeah. gotta be kidding. Damn, me. I got another one for you. You know, uh, gin martini, dirty on the rocks is what mm-hmm. I drink, and yeah, it's yeah. two shots of gin, a full shot of dry vermouth in a rocks. Class. Drinks are different too. On uh, that's what you order the same drink. I know, but what I'm saying is, how would you order that drink if you're sitting at a table? Would you say gin martini, dirty on the rocks? Or would think, you break it down and risk being an a-hole? Oh, oh, so you're talking about, no, if you like oh. a drink a certain way. Okay, that's what I do. If you like a drink a certain way, I think that's different, too. Yeah. See, I don't. I think if you, if, you're sit, if you go to the bar and order it at the bar... I agree. But if you're telling your waiter, hey, here's how I want my drink. I think that's a little too much. If you go to a nice restaurant. Yeah, but that, but yeah. there's a, there's an in-between person, so there's even more reason no, to No, if you're going to a nice it, restaurant with, with a good drink menu and, and a real good mixologist, I think they appreciate. See, I uh, in my mind, it's, you hey, think if... So. You think so, but then again... If I'm if you satisfied, with, I'll give you a better tip, or yeah, I'll well, give you... Yeah, a, but if you come well, back with that order, they're going to go, I'm a great mixologist. I don't need your order. I don't need your step-by-step. Yeah. Like, cool, are you bartending tonight? Well, I like sweet vermouth. I don't know. But so many... But it, I, you know, the, the, I don't know. That's don't like know. that's like walking back into the kitchen and going, now, where's the chef? Let me t- <laughs> where's the chef? Let me tell you how I like my potatoes cut. Okay? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to stay And real quick, back on <laughs> so the same good. food thing, how come at home, everyone, you know, like you uh, will all eat the same dish, but you go to a restaurant, why is it a big deal if you that's, eat the same food as someone else? Well, that's why they call it family style. I mean... Okay. They put the big. They put the big serving and in the front, take and everybody from take one. from everything. Uh, also, a pet peeve is uh, clearing your dishes onto an empty table. <laughs> I, I've rarely seen this move. Oh man, how about if you're going for your a condiment and it's half empty or empty? Do you just get up and go to another table and grab what? God, I've been guilty of doing that. Depending yeah. on how long it takes and, for the waiter to come back, and how nice yeah. of a place it is too. Yeah. If I haven't seen my waiter in in ten minutes. Then I'm going to grab from the empty table behind me. This from a bartender asking for a drink to be made, quote unquote, strong. We can't be giving out extra booze for free. If you want to double it, if you want to double, order it. Yeah. There'll be extra in it, just not booze. Or seating yourself when you're not supposed to. That table you picked out might be reserved for another party. Does it say seat yourself? (laughs) Or there might not even be a server assigned to that section currently. And finally, the biggest pet peeve for both bartenders and waiters and waitresses is snapping to get attention. (laughs) Thanks. I mean, that's in the same vein as holding your money up. and I I think there's nothing more degrading. What am I, a cocker spaniel? (laughs) (laughs) You might as well go. Yeah, I think a sweet whistle is nice. That's why I just, I carry a sign with me that just says, excuse me, sir. (laughs) I just have a sign that says, thirsty dude. All right, listen. Just be conscious of things out there, okay? It's not all about you. That's all I'm saying. Just be a good citizen.
What's up? It's Tom Segura, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Bird is fat. All right, welcome back. You know, with the uh, with the Christmas thing getting here pretty soon, you know, the Christmas thing. Sure. I'm sorry, Jesus' birthday. You know, there are a lot of people dealing with phobias triggered by the holiday spirit. That's right. Triggered. Let's see if you can pick up on uh, what these phobias are. These are legit phobias. You know, the funny names. Oh, you're going to give us the name we have to I'll figure out? I'll give you the out? name. You have to figure out what the phobia is. And I'll give you I'll give you how to deal with the phobia. These are holiday phobias? Holiday just... phobias. Okay. Holiday-related phobias. Gotcha. Conophobia. Kynophobia. Kynophobia. Afraid of ornaments. No. Snowmen. Close. Snow. Kind. Snow. Yes. Zero. Snow. Snow. Was Tony said you said that, didn't you? I said snow, yeah. Yeah. Nobody heard me though. Best relieved by staying home. (laughs) There's Dornophobia. Dornophobia. Dorno. Well, I'm gonna say uh, adornment. Obviously doorknobs. Decorations. Doors. That's the fear of receiving and opening presents. Opening presents. Wow, what a terrible one to suffer from. Door. Door, I'm, I'm sorry, it's Doronophobia. Oh, oh see, well, you got dummy. See, I would have got that. Some days, I'm, I'm trying to write these out phonetically. Thing, I would have got that. I would have had that. Doronophobia. Yeah, the fear of receiving and opening presents. Best relieved by staying home. <laughs> There's uh, nomophobia. Nomophobia. Is there a G in the beginning of this one? No, is, I'm saying it right. Nomophobia. I know, but I'm saying is there a G? It's the fear of no mo. A fear of gnomes. I was going to say it's the fear of Christmas being over. Damn it. Or not coming to Missouri. Oh, I see. No, no Missouri. Mo-phobia. No, no mo-phobia. That's the. I don't want no mo. That's the fear of being unable to use your cell phone. Cell phone, yeah. No mobile. Oh, wow. No so. mo-phone. No, mo like, no mobile. Uh, no <laughs> mo No mo-phobia. Best relieved by staying home. <laughs> There's dendro. Dendrophobia. Den- the fear of wolves. Dendrophobia. It's a fear of Christmas trees. Oh, I knew. I knew that because they're in the den all the time. No, I knew that because of the movie Can't Hardly Wait. Fear of trees. The, the, the woman, the the girl, writes on Seth Green's locker that he's a dendrophiliac, which means he likes to have sex with trees. Dendrophobia. Thank you. Can't hardly wait. Fear of trees. Best relieved by staying home. <laughs> now which, you, wait, you got to get this. That? Dendrophobia. Which, no, which one to stay home? Which one is it? <laughs> just the, just the dendrophobia. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Uh, now, Moon, you should get this one. Cry, cryophobia, cryophobia. Fear of ice. A fear of freezing. Fear of cold. Cryophobia. Best relieved by staying home. I should get that because I I hate being cold. Now, didn't you want to do that cryogenic kind of thing? The uh, that the was cryo- Jeff. That was me. Cryo- the cryotherapy. cryotherapy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's awesome. Oh, you that, did it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I did it a couple times. It's great. It's fantastic. And you're back already? I thought yeah. it was going to freeze you into the future like Demolition Man. <laughs> I did it in the 80s. <laughs> How about auroraphobia? Auroraphobia. Uh, Aurora-phobia. Aurora, so Boris. Uh, uh, fear of, fear uh, of the northern, northern lights. lights. Northern lights. lights. Fear. I got it. Fear auroraphobia. You said yeah. lights. Well, and then I said Aurora Borealis. Yep. Best relieved by staying home. Hmm. Pedophobia. Pedophobia. Jeff, you want to take this one? Pedophobia. Mm-hmm. Sure don't. Pedophobia is the fear of? No. Fear of the word no? 
I'm not going to touch this one. Pedophobia. It's a fear of kids. Oh, with a D. Oh, ped. Pedophobia. Pedophobia. Best relieved by staying home. I thought you were saying T. Yeah. Decidophobia. Decidophobia. That's the fear of deciding whose family you're going to spend Christmas with. Kind of. <laughs> that would have totally That's made really sense. Good, a fear of, of deciding what to get somebody. Just a fear of making decisions. Decidophobia. Well, they really went all out on that one. Decidophobia. <laughs> Should we call um, the one about you can't decide? A phobia. <laughs> all right, lunch. Best, Everybody want to go to lunch? Best relieved by staying home. <laughs> this is a tough one. God, I'm going to try to say this. I'm, I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher it, but... I'm gonna, damn it, I'm going to try. Epavlo psychophobia. Epavlo psychophobia. Epavlo psychophobia. Epavlo psychophobia. It is the fear of having your picture taken. Ooh. Huh. Interesting. It does steal your soul, you know. Epavlo psychophobia. Best relieved by staying home. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, clythrophobia. Clythrophobia. Clyth. It's the uh, it's the fear of uh, fear of being trapped. Clythrophobia. Clythrophobia. Right. Best relieved by not being home, actually, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. <laughs> Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Uh, Kevin Hart pulling out of hosting the 91st uh, Academy Awards next year. The Academy is reportedly, quote unquote, freaking out, according to a top comedy agent who also said there is no contingency plan in place, meaning there's no backup host. A top comedy agent? Yeah, that's what it said here. I bet you his name is Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he drinks coffee and nothing, just like a white coffee mug with the hand on. <laughs> so, Kevin Hart did the hostess interrupt us thing, and Variety says they are so gun shy about going with someone, anyone who might be too edgy. And here's one of the things that Whoopi, Gold, Whoopi Goldberg actually talked about the reasons why people don't want to host this thing. Okay, here's Whoopi. It's not so much that nobody wants to do it, but. You know, with social media, you used to only have to worry about newspaper critics saying stuff about you. But now you got everybody in the mother. Well, I didn't like the way his teeth looked. <laughs> you know, and he's not funny. He's, oh my he's God, right. he was so boring. Yeah. I watched the whole show. He was so boring. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear it. And, you know, it should be... It should be a lot easier to do than it is. You know that if you're hosting that thing, as soon as you say goodnight, oh, you're get you, well, and the other thing is you walk backstage and what are you going to do? Immediately, you're going to go to Twitter and say, see what people are thinking. Or, or not, if you don't want to see it. Yeah, but these people, these people, you know they will. You know Kevin Hart would have went right to Twitter and Who said. Who was the last one that hosted the Oscars that everybody was like, dude, great. Uh, it's been, was it Billy Crystal? Was, was it the I, Oscars? I think it was before social media, honestly. It's been right, that I'm long. Gonna, I'm going to look it it's up. It's been that long. What was last year? Was Jimmy Kimmel and it was bad? I think. Like Maybe low, Ellen? Low, low rated, Ellen? As it were. Ooh, that's probably the best one. Ellen? 
Probably. I'm pulling it up right now. So while you're pulling what their option is, what they're th- everybody's thinking they're going to do. No, no host, host you whatsoever. Need, you don't need a host. There's no reason for a host, so, to be honest with so you. So here's, here's the past couple. Jimmy Kimmel in 17 and 16. Chris Rock in 15. Oh, that's right. NPH in 2014. Ellen in 2013. Seth MacFarlane in 2012. Billy Crystal in 2011. Uh, James Franco, Anne Hathaway, Steve Martin, Alec Baldwin, Hugh Jackman, John Stewart, Ellen again in 06, John Stewart, Chris Rock, Billy Crystal. Yeah, they got I mean, savaged all of them. Yeah. I mean, is it worth it? I don't, I don't, I don't even think they get paid a lot for it. Yeah, I'm just not. They're just not seeing any upside. Like, oh, why? Why do this? Because you're, if you're amazing, Maybe people are gonna say no you're host. amazing for one day. Let's try no host. Yeah. Let's See try no host. Man, the 35th, 1963. Old blue eyes hosted. Oh, Frank? Yeah. Nobody dare write anything bad about him. <laughs> <laughs> there were people that wrote bad Critics things about him. They, they were dead. They're dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't hear from them anymore. All right, let's go back to this uh, baby, it's cold outside thing. If you are pro baby, it's cold outside, then you are going to be happy to hear that there are three versions of the song that are now climbing the charts. And they're all, all three of them are, are, are pretty different, at least different eras. Well, I so, mean, there's the Dean Martin version, which is the classic, you know. Baby, it's bad out there. Say what's in this no dream? cabs to be had out there. Uh-huh. I wish I knew your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat that's, I mean, that's a classic version. That's 1959. And then there's the one from 03 from the Elf soundtrack that uh, the Zoe Dejanel and Leon Redbone. Oh, yeah, I remember this version. Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this no dream? No to be had out there. I wish I knew like starlight to now. break the spell. Oh, I love her voice, dude. That's great. <laughs> 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 I haven't found anything about her I don't like a whole I know. Heck of a lot. She's the best. She's so quirky. She is, isn't she though? <laughs> she is. And then there's this version. Before you hit play, let me let me explain just real quick here. 2014, Michael Bublé and Adina Menzel. Okay. They did it for for a, um just a, a, a recording over Christmas. Listen to the whole thing and at the end. See how creepy just this quick exchanges between the two of them. Baby, it's bad out there. Say what's in this drink. No caps to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Eyes are like starlight to now. break this spell. I'll take your hat. Well, your thank hair you. looks I ought to say no, no, Mind no. Mind if I'm moving. At least I'm gonna say that I try. Oh, what's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't. I like to think of it as opportunistic. How about that? Mm. You're awful pushy. You're awful pushy. I'm just opportunistic. I like her voice too. Yeah. Adele Dazeem. Yeah. Adele Dazeem. So the, the uh, so those versions of the songs are all climbing up the charts, huh? Yeah. Dean's version jumped uh, from number 23 to number 20 or to number two. This is on the holiday digital song uh, sales chart. Hasn't been this high since it went number one in 2011. Overall, Trump jumped 257%. The Michael Bublé went up 165%. And uh, Zoe and Leon's went up 130%. So all the people that are outraged there, because of their outrage, you're bringing more attention to it. That's the Streisand effect. And you are listening to it. It's called the Streisand effect. If you try to, uh, if you're outraged about something or you 
bring attention to something you don't want people paying attention to, you bring more attention to it. Yeah, and there's a there's a, a PD at a radio station in Cincinnati, WRRM, that is actually saying maybe it's a feminist oh, anthem. Right. It's the rim. <laughs> I would have thought the rim. I would have thought the worm first with the W, but all right, we can do that too. It's room. Uh, he says it's a flirty conversation between consenting adults, and if you see it as an attempted sexual assault called on tape, then you're wrong. He says, and I quote, I don't think she's being forced to do anything. She decides to stay for another drink. She decides to stay for, quote, half a cigarette more. The reality of America when the song was written in 44 was that a guy would not have been looked down on upon for having a woman spend the night. The woman, however, would have been judged harshly. So he says, hey, it's, it's women power. She's deciding whether or not she's staying or not. You know, never mind the fact that his hands on her shoulder pushing her down to the couch. Well, that's just a video. Right. That doesn't happen in real life. And it's cold outside. Yeah. Baby. Uh, baby. I'm thinking of you. <laughs> baby. It's cold like a, outside. It's like a lot of things, though. It, if culture changes and the understanding changes, you're not going to have a referee that gets to go around and explain it every single time. Right. Sometimes you just got to let it go. Yeah, like, maybe every year on, on January the 2nd, we should have the moral police go, all right, what do we need to change? Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, when, when things get weeded out due to misunderstanding, that just happens. That's life. That's what's been happening forever. Forever. Hey. It's a song. Hey, hey. It's cold outside. Let it go. Hey, let's just, the facts are the let's facts. Agree, and it's, it's cold 12 outside. degrees you know outside I'm, and sleep. And you don't have a hat on. I'm just saying. Pe- people hijack. I mean, you know, all sorts of forces have hijacked. Uh, Is your hair wet? Baby, it's cold outside. Logos and flags that have been around for, for I don't millennia. I want you to get pneumonia. I can't Baby. find your coat anywhere. You should stay. Hot tub? Uh, nominees for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2019. Are you? Do you remember who they are? Def Leppard? Uh, Devo. Uh, uh, Bell, Bell and Bell, Bib, No, it's just Devo. Uh, 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 Janet Jackson, John Prine, Kraftwerk, LL Cool J, MC5, Radiohead, Rage, Roxy Music, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Stevie Nicks, The Cure, Zombies, and Todd Rundgren. Then we had the fan vote, which just ended. Which is meaningless, right? No, it's not completely meaningless. They get one more vote. Like, it, it counts towards the final vote at the end, like, who gets in. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, okay. All right. So who do you think, out of all those, who got who won the fan vote? Out Shaka Khan? With no. a lot of votes. Oh, uh, so who's got the biggest fan base? Who's got, who's got a motivated fan base? Did you say Janet Jackson? Is, is on the list, yeah. 547,647 fans. She's got a lot of, a lot of fans still kind of in, in that groove. I, I remember, though, like she came to town not too long ago and did not sell many tickets. Out of the, uh, I'll tell you the top 10. The top 10 in no particular order. Yeah, yeah, in, in no particular order. Radiohead, Rage. You know what? I'll give you the top five. Cure, Zombies, Todd Rundgren, Stevie Nicks, and Def Leppard. I'm going to say Stevie Nicks. Wait, those are the top those five? Those are the top five of the fan voting, and whoever wins the fan vote gets one extra so vote. So radio, no Def, radio Def Leppard. Not in the no top radio, five. I would say Stevie Nicks. I say Stevie or Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Uh, the audio answer is over there, sir. Okay, here we go. Who is correct? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> you said it was all online, right? Yeah. That's why it's not Stevie Nicks. What are you saying? Stevie Nicks fans don't know how to use the internet? No, I didn't say they don't know how to use the internet. They don't go online and vote for things. 
Is that a fact? I mean, no, but I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, I never heard that th- about Stephen X fans. Think about it, man. You're a Stephen X fan? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I'm the very minority. It, I, I'm a young Stephen X fan. Not many of us out there. As opposed to uh, Def Leppard fans. They at least would go online and go, hell, you're telling me that the Leopards got a chance of getting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and I could be and a part I of it? I love Def Leppard. I'm a fan. Count me as a fan. Stephen X came in second by a little over 100, or about 120,000 less votes. And then Todd, Todd Rundgren, uh, Zombie, and the Cure, the Cure got almost 265,000 votes. And then Janet Jackson, Devo, Roxy Music, Rage, Radiohead. Boy, I am not a fan of the Cure. Honestly, that is, that's up there with, really? uh, with part of my, like, do not like. They're on the do not like list. Is it weird to you that somebody like Rage got less votes in this sort of thing than Roxy Music and Devo? Or no? No. Because I think uh, I think less people are inclined to get out there and push for them, and they're yeah. not going to do it themselves. They're not. They're not doing any campaign. Really, and, I, and I like Rage Against the Machine a lot. Uh, uh, Is there anybody really yeah. passionate about Rage Against the Machine anymore? It's 2018. Um, well, I, I, I think you're to, passionate when you hear the song, and that's it. I think that, and I also think people that are passionate about Rage Against the Machine that are passionate enough to go and vote for them on something are going Rage Against the Machine. They don't need the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They don't want to be and, and in the I Rock love, and Roll Hall listen, of Fame. I love Rage. Oh, one of my Big favorite fan. bands of all time. I went through the entire discography the other day and sat down at a drum kit and played drums for Big hours. Fan, but let's be honest. Let's t- let's you know there was, you know, Teen Moon and and Teen Riz and Twenty Something Riz. Some of their stuff is pretty silly now. Uh, like I listening to it is. I disagree. Is, I don't know, man. When I went back to it, I, I was just like, dude, this stuff is awesome. It's great. The production I'll have, is. Listen, awesome. I'll have like songs come up in mixes, and I, and a man, yes. Yes, it's like it's like corn. Ah, man. Oh, dude, you know what the There's band is for me with that? There's far more of a silliness factor yeah, to corn. Corn is a oh, good dude, band. No, for that the, right the silly, corn the is silly, silly band. Yeah. Oh man, and I texted you this the other day when it came up on the on the old uh, Spotify playlist. System of a Down. When yeah. System of a Down first came out, I was like, Hell yeah, this is awesome. I love this. And then all of a sudden, I'm going back in there and he's going, Rage, I'm like, what the hell am I listening to a lesser to right extent. Now? I mean, I'll put on yeah, the song Freedom. Lesser I'll, I'll put on the song Freedom and go, yeah, Freedom indeed. Wait, which song are you saying <laughs> it jumps into the silly? Because uh, I listened to the whole Even the first record? Thing. Of course the first record. All of it is so good. There's there's some moments on their demos because they release their demos now. They're like uh, you can't you don't need to just find bootleg versions of them. They're on Spotify. So some of the demos that they didn't track on the first record with Garth Richardson is a there. It's a little much, but those are just demos. They didn't even get released. Let's see what's silly. There's a lot of silliness going around here. Oh, it's so good, dude. <laughs> it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. Well, yeah, but it's so are enjoyable. You saying, are you saying it sounds silly when you're talking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I was a huge Corn fan. And if I go back and listen to some of their first records, some of it is not in, enjoyable like it was when I was in eighth grade. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, Down Rodeo. It's kind of silly. Oh, dude, but, but uh, you're going to get the same amount like of enjoyment. Revolver. That that's, that's song is stuff. incredible. It's, to me, silly. It's, it's, thank God music is subjective. Mm. I'm insulted. That's not saying that it's bad. Silly is good. I get silly sometimes. <laughs> but I'm not silly's not silly. rock and roll I Hall of Fame. I get silly sometimes. <laughs> I get silly. <laughs> ah, Revolver. Of all the ones to pick. I'm just looking at that record there, the Evil Empire record. I don't know. 
It's silly. I think they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but just not yet. For sure. They deserve, I mean, hey. they, they, they did so much for that. It's cold outside. Your, your hair is wet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today is a day of mourning after yesterday. Kathy Lee Gifford announced that, um, whew, told myself I wasn't going to get this way, but she's leaving the show in April after she celebrates her 11th anniversary. And damn it, she got a little bit emotional. Too. Of course she did. There we go. Damn it, Hoda. Hoda. We do live together, yeah. and nobody more so than my Hoda. Who, oh, my it's going to happen. This- uh, I, I, gotta, I think it'd be funny if she'd have said, I gotta I gotta Hoda? Sorry, I got to do this the right <laughs> way. Sorry, guys. We do life together, and nobody more so than my Hoda. Who, it's going to happen the same way it did with Regis. You know, when I left Regis, it was hard, but I'm closer to him now than we were after 15 years together. So I love you, Hoda Mama. You know, you're you're just so special, Hoda. Thank Hoda you. Mama. Thank you so much. The minute you stepped into my life with both feet. Is this Regis, right? <laughs> everything changed. Hit that post. Like I was, I thought oh. about it. I was, I knew today was happening, but well, I just want to leave it there. Jared's going to be that kind of day. Why do, <laughs> Nobody else needs it. I see. Want me some more wine? Why do you in the back of my head? All I picture is Thank Kathy you. Lee going, Elton. Kathy Lee going, Mama Hoda. Mm, I'm just going to miss you so much. And Hoda goes, Get out, bitch. Oh, <laughs> bitch, I ain't your mama. You, or she just goes, you will be replaced. Get out. Might I just say, if Rage Against the Machine ever comes back around, oh, I will oh, be I they, they, they better play. Uh, I be be You're silly, all right? I will be first in line to go see him. 11 years she was on that show, and right back to Rage. No respect <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, we get it. Silly. You're silly. First in line. Unbelievable. That band is awesome. <laughs> first in line to see them. They did nothing wrong. You're so silly. My apologies to Rage. Back to <laughs> see, the story. you're equating silly to bad. No, I'm equating silly to silly, and I'm totally with you there on a lot of those bands that we used to listen corn, to. Corn, silly. Yeah, corn, corn. Yeah, as incredible as that band is, if you go and review some of the stuff we were listening to in high school and in middle school, you're like, huh, this is, this is not the same as it used to be. But the rage stuff, you put Revolver on right now, way back Wednesday, and you're going to go, Maybe I, damn! Listen, I'm, I'm trying to justify them not getting as many votes. Maybe I'm grasping at straws. I don't know. Oh, uh, man, corn was real Maybe silly. I'm being silly. <laughs> what? Corn was real silly. Real silly. Corn, I mean, corn is... It was great. It was a, It's a it head-to-head is. battle it between had, corn and first record down. and second record, stop, it had a sign. S- stop saying yeah, yeah, that sure. it's great. We're not know, saying I it's just, not there great. there are corn we're fans out there not getting what we're saying. But, yes, they are. You get it, corn fans. We're saying it's silly. Not that it's bad. It's silly. And in, in, in 1997, it was great. What what did I say to you the other day? I I asked Riz in the office. I said, "What is to you, in your honest opinion, the silliest, craziest, weirdest year in music?" We thought the same thing. The exact same year. Hey, hey, listen. What What is if you if you had to pick one of the weirdest years of music? I don't know why this. Hey, the weirdest years in music. What would you pick? What year? The weirdest year was probably like 97, 98. Ooh, close. We both said 1999. 1999 was an And I said because Corn, Limp Bizkit, we System of a Down. like it was 1999. They had already had a couple years. Yeah, but they were all on the top of the charts, and so was Brian Setzer Orchestra, Jump, Jive, and Whale. Oh, what a great record. Yeah, you know, it's like, it was, was this weird. And they had, you know, Kid Rock started putting out stuff, yeah. and Eminem, and. Yeah, you're right. And it was odd. That was yeah, maybe odd. strange. I graduated in 99. It was a weird year to begin with, but. Year to year. That that was a transitional schizophrenic sort of year. The best year in alternative will forever be 1994. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 
no debate there. We're not talking best. You're not debating. Yeah, I mean, no, there's great. so many. There's so many great records that came out that year. Oh, '94 was up, the biggest shift in just I like powerhouse. Up, if you look up 1994 record releases, I mean, it's incredible the yes. amount of records that came out that year. But '99 was like, I mean, you had your Creeds, your Nickelbacks, you had your Limp Bizkit, your Corn still, you had your System of a Downs, and 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 just uh, all over the place. Yep. It was kind of all over. Continue, Jeff. Jenna Bush. All right, next. She's the one who's going to possibly replace her. Uh, uh, Kathy uh, Lee Gifford, okay. that is, yeah. Uh, will her replacement be female? That's what we're thinking. Probably Jenna Bush. If not, probably another female. That would probably be a good call. Women are bankable in entertainment, at least in the movies. I found a study that shows movies featuring actresses in starring roles actually make more money than ones dominated by men. So this survey looked at 350 top-grossing U.S. movies that came out in the three years between 2014 and 2017. 105 of them billed as a billed actresses first in the credits, and they found that female-led movies actually outgrossed male-led ones on average at all budget levels, hmm. whether they were made for peanuts or for hundred million dollars or even more. For example, among movies costing. 50 to 100 million dollars the worldwide box office for female-led movies averaged 318 million dollars compared to 243 for men at the top of the budget category 100 million or up as far as a budget is concerned female-led titles 586 586 million dollars compared compared to 514 mm. 2014 through 2017 so interesting female-led movies are kind of a big thing right now or a lot more females in movies Ooh. Netflix has. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was just uh, I'm still on alternative music. You know the best record of 1999? Incubus, make yourself. All right. It's your opinion? Oh, no, that's a fact. Okay. <laughs> uh, Netflix has released a list of the most binged TV seasons so, uh, so seasons this year. So they considered all their own original shows with seasons Stranger released things. between January 1 through November. By most binge, they mean the shows with the, quote, highest average watch time per viewing session. Stranger so, Things. Not Stranger Things. Not in the top ten. What? What? Oh. I was waiting for a Jeff Burton, not Stranger Things. Number one is Stranger Things. Re- released a list of the most binged TV seasons this year. So they Friends. didn't have a season Friends. this year, I guess. I thought Stranger Things was out this year. That was last year. Uh, yeah, I that was, it was out yeah, this January year. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not in the top ten it. then. Number ten is Orange is the New Black okay. Season 6. Uh, House, House of Cards. Cards. House of Cards not in the top ten. Glow. Insatiable uh, glow. number nine. Glow is not in the top ten. Annie with an E season two is number eight. Is what? it Annie with an E? Huh? Oh. <laughs> season two? Damn it, you got me on my own thing. Season two, yeah. Uh, number seven is The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah, okay. Six is Fastest Car. Five, Bodyguard. Number four, Last Chance You, Indie. Haven't heard of it. Haven't heard of any of this stuff. None of this stuff is foreign. Uh, 13 Reasons Why, Season 2. You heard of that. You heard of number two. Part two of... Uh, Making a Murderer. Uh, I didn't finish it. Stranger Thing, 2017. 16 first season, 17 second season. Nothing in 18. Stand corrected. And number one is On My Block. Now, uh, was the number one most binge-watched thing on Netflix? Uh, yep, that's what it said. So. On My Block. Yeah. What you is that about? heard of that? No. Uh-uh. They also uh, revealed the three Netflix movies that are most rewatched. 
Number one is the kissing booth. Don't know that. To all the boys I've loved before is number two. And Roxanne Roxanne is number three. Uh, third year in a row, who has been named the most watched cable network? Both primetime and in all-day measurement. Stretches, obviously, full 24 hours. Ranking of 109 networks. What's the most watched it's, cable uh, network? ESPN. I'm sorry. Fox, Fox News. Nope. What'd you say? Fox News is number one. That's it. <laughs> what an ass dick. <laughs> Free- Freeform and Animal Planet are at 25. Uh, the other highlights, Lifetime 24, FX is 22. TLC, which that's the one that has a lot of the DIY stuff, right? Even yeah. And, 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 the, co- and the cooking shows. Oh, Food okay. Network, is that in the top 10? Uh, in the top 10? No, 12. Food Network is number 12. Discovery, History, any of those? It's got to be. It's got to be. CNN. TNT, CBS. CNN, MSNBC. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's so many letters going on right now. <laughs> CNN's number seven. You are correct there. Okay. What's number two? It is USA. letters. It is a, a series of letters. There are five of them. I just said it. MSNBC. MSNBC. I, everybody was yelling at the same time. <laughs> Who else? What else? Disney. Disney Junior. Nickelodeon. Comedy Central. <laughs> Sorry. I just did. Yes, yes, yes. All the kids ones. All the kids ones. Cartoon Network is 15. TV Land is 13. Disney. TV Land is 13. Holy cow. What's that got on it? Leave it to Beaver. and. It's got all the old shows. TV Land. Golden Girls. Mash. Golden uh, Girls reruns. So 25 up. It goes uh, tie between Freeform and Animal Planet, Lifetime, The Inspiration Network, FX, AMC, Hallmark, TLC, tie between Discovery and TV Land Classic, AE, Cartoon Network, TBS, TV Land, Food Network, History, TNT, USA, Hallmark, CNN, uh, Investigati- Investigation Discovery or ID Network, ESPN. HGTV, Nickelodeon, MSNBC, and then Fox News. Dang, Just think HGTV. Yeah. How far that channel has oh, gone. Oh, yeah. And, and think of how far AMC has dropped in the last yeah, couple of years. Yeah, they don't have anything. When, when they, they have, have Walking, they have Walking Dead, Dead and Mad Men, they were shredding people. They also had um, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, crazy. You want to hear the top 10 albums of 1999, by the way? Sure. Year end, number 10, Fan Mail by TLC. Significant Other by Limp Biscuit. Oh, yeah. Americana by The Offspring. Oh, that was a good record. Garth Brooks, Double Live. What's up? Happened Ricky to Martin. What happened to him? His self-titled. What's up? NSYNC's self-titled album. Shania Twain, Come On Over, and Backstreet Boys, Millennium. Yeah. That, that just that just odd, screams of how weird, weird that was. Uh, Crappy Birthdays. Mayim Bialik is 43. Awesome. Hank, Wi- Hank Williams III is 46. Jennifer Connelly is 48. Oh, uh, my goodness. So attractive. Yep. Relax. Such a yeah, great... Yeah, calm down. Jeez, calm down. Hollywood crush right there. Uh, Dion Warwick is 78, and today's Burton birthday of the day. He's one of those guys. You don't see much of him. We talked about him last week. He's still kicking, but he's not looking so hot lately. Uh, let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. How old is he? Uh, over 90. We talked about him last week. Did we talk this. about him with Dan Cummins? I don't remember. Uh, by the way, we're getting yelled at on Twitter about calling corn silly. I don't care. Let's corn is silly. From I, corn, fa- corn is fantastic. I love the band. I love the music. It's silly. Go the ahead. old stuff is silly. Stop it. There's <laughs> a song. You're... They're asking for you to extrapolate. Oh, I'll extrapolate. There's a song where when you press play, he goes. Yeah, that's just a series that's of sounds. That, that's, the clip. that's me being silly. You're silly. Uh, I don't know. Who is it? <laughs> Bob Barker is uh, oh, 95 years oh, young today. Oh, wow. Still hanging in there. 
Today's birthday. porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Misha Brooks. Today's birthday girl put at least one of the hoes in Ho, Ho, Ho in 185 fine films, including Anal Asses. Hey, which um, is, <laughs> need both of those words. Also right? in yeah. Anal Overdose. And she's the star of The Ass Party. In a movie called A Date with the Lexicutioner, you can have me and my boyfriend uh, relax. He's my stepbrother, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Massive Ass Almost Too Much? Misha Brooks, 28 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrity. Right, I just pulled almost. up a video. It's called The, the Gibberish Bits of Corn. Oh, okay. you, better, you better be careful here. I'm going to be careful. <laughs> Again, The, the oh, Gibberish boy. Bits of Corn. I'm playing this. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Also, also in isn't it freaking freak is it freak on a leash where he goes uh, where he goes like there, there's an actual Don't part even of try the to do it. there's an actual part of the song where he's like <laughs> he's no it. he's like singing and then he, then he goes like like right in the middle of it like yeah. you're like what, is, what the hell? the time i loved it and remember and it's still i'm still it's still fun their latest but song it's silly. their latest song that came out in like 2010 or 2011 the stuff that they did with skrillex there was a part of the song where honestly it was just jonathan davis going when he says go tell me you don't want to just put your head through a closet door Going, we're going. Austin in the chair room says it just sounds like you're starting a car over and over again. This is the hardest I've laughed all year. I have a problem That's with what my it engine. Took. What's yeah, going remember on from it? their first record? <laughs> <laughs> is this helping the whole Twitter thing? <laughs> Let's see where else we are here. I want to see a I mean, it's cool, but let's let's be honest, okay? Come on, it's a bit silly. Okay. Oh. <sighs> I mean, should that be in the same hallway as Yo-Yo Ma and John Mellencamp? Remember, this one, this song won a Grammy. Is that the B-side? Uh -huh. Attention all you metalheads. The album you didn't know you were waiting for. Is finally here. <laughs> the greatest hit of the stir. All of your 
favorite Disturbed song, including these classic parties. Yeah. This is the definitive collection for fans of repetitive vocal phrasing. One band, one album, one never-ending song. The greatest hit of Disturbed is available on two CDs or one single song MP3 download. Buy it now before supplies last forever. Clownvis coming in tomorrow. Right, he's still, he's still good to come in tomorrow? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Clownvis coming in for the Freak of the Year finals. <laughs> so we got uh, Who and Sester Gadget up against the Duty Brothers tomorrow. Great. Wow. It's going to be a throwdown. Wow. Either way, we're going to need to clean up. Yeah. Mm. Did you uh, get in touch with the anthem singer? No, he's not. If anybody has seen or heard from Nico Smith, let him know. <laughs> for the fourth year in a row, we're looking for him. You did Facebook him, didn't you? Uh, 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 Twitter, but yes. You Twittered him? Yeah, sure did. Come into the anthem? Nothing. Nothing, huh? I'll check. Go ahead. I'll check. All right. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Boy, this is, this is horrible. There was a horrific accident last night in Kirkwood. Two people were dead. Two people were dead after their car went off the exit ramp from westbound 44, hit a fence, landed in a retention pond, and completely submerged. I think the retention pond was in front of a Lutheran church. Happened around 10 o'clock last night. First responders from Kirkwood, Crestwood, Fenton, DePere, and a dive team for a Metro West fire all on the scene. And they wow. were able to pull the two people from the car before the dive team even got to the, to the, to the water, but uh, both people, 61-year-old man, a 70-year-old woman, taken to the hospital in critical condition. They didn't make it. Oh, man. I, and I can't see, well, I haven't read this morning what exactly happened. I, I just see on the news that they're just saying tragic accident, so I don't know. I mean, with that kind of thing, you think almost uh, medical emergency. Mm -hmm. You go off the road. Let's see if there's any update. Uh, we've got a local Riz Show Parent of the Year candidate. 
24-year-old guy from Baldwin, Jarrett Crowder, accused of leaving his 11-month-old kid at home alone while he went out of shoplifting. And he's looking at charges of child endangerment and theft. And police say that Jarek was caught stealing booze from the Manchester Deerbergs around 4 in the afternoon last Tuesday. So as the Manchester police detained him, he mentioned, uh, hey, I got an 11-month-old at home alone. About a mile and a half away. So Baldwin police got into the apartment, found the girl in a crib. Baby's all right, thank God. The kid's mom was out of town for work. I'm sure she wasn't thrilled. I'm sure she wasn't thrilled when she got home. Uh, The State Family Services Division is investigating, and the little girl has been released to a uh, grandparent. You see anything more on the uh, Kirkwood thing? Medical emergency. They're saying the 61-year-old suffered a medical emergency. And the paramedic that was injured, uh, uh, the hypothermia. Yeah, there were were actually four people taken to the hospital. Yeah. The two that were in the car and then two first responders. Man, it was cold. Uh, This could have been a lot worse, this next story. On Monday night in Pagedale, a two-year-old boy found a gun in his house and shot himself and his seven-year-old brother. The kids are expected to be okay. It's a miracle. So a 16-year-old was watching five of his younger brothers and sisters when the shooting happened. The two-year-old boy went looking for snacks, found an unsecured 9-millimeter handgun inside of a backpack in his parents' bedroom. The kid took the bag with the gun in it to his bedroom where he started playing with the gun. Gun goes off. The bullet hit both the two-year-old and the seven-year-old brother. Oh, my gosh. And the 16-year-old who was watching him called 911 runaway and uh, authorities responded. The bullet went through the two-year-old's elbow, down his arm, out of his hand, into his brother's head, and fractured his skull. Damn. And investigators say that uh, the dad of uh, five of the six kids legally owns the gun. And there was a trigger guard in the backpack that could have prevented the gun from firing, but it was not hooked up. Police are saying it was an accident. Charges are not expected to be filed, but... I mean, there's some negligence there. Question? Yes? Well, I was just going to say... I, I hate to say that I'm glad it traveled through that much of of the body, but if it well, didn't, it down. if it didn't, we would be talking about uh, a death. A, a death. I mean, if you're a gun owner and you got kids running around the house and you don't have your gun secured, yeah. I mean, I know there's no charges expected to be filed, but mm-hmm. there is responsible gun ownership. I don't, and a responsible gun owner doesn't leave a loaded gun in a backpack where a two year old could get it. Honestly, I went, I don't know how many years ago it was that we went through the uh, uh, concealed carry thing. I was never a gun owner or carrier or anything before that. I now have two in my house after that since then, so it's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Every single time I walk into that house, the first thing I think of, I visualize is where it is. It's always top of mind for me. And maybe it's because I'm still yeah, kind of new to the, the world. Kids, but I mean, you, got, you have gosh. older kids. I know, but I'm just saying, even with older kids, I still think, where is it? Is it secure? Okay, I'm cool. I mean, the fact that a two-year-old is able to get access to a loaded pistol. Yeah. You should always assume that the one time you're going to leave it sitting somewhere, course, and the a kid's going to get What is the... With one in the chamber, obviously. As a long-time responsible gun owner, what is the protocol there? Do you leave it loaded wherever it safe. is? I know, but uh, either way. It's in a safe. Lo- it's loaded, but it's in a safe is the way, generally speaking, it should be. Correct? 
I mean, there's there's different ways to do it. I know. I'm just saying, generally speaking, is that what people do? Because I, I don't know. Keep it know. loaded in a safe? Yeah. Because I, I I know we've talked before about gun experts say if you're going to have a gun in the home and it's I don't not have loaded, one in the chamber, I'll tell you that. Or whatever. Yeah. There's not one in the chamber. Okay. But uh, my buddy Doug, and uh, they sell this actually at a, at a gun shop around here. There's a new uh, lock locking device where you actually put the lock, and I forget what it's called. i got to find the name. But you put the lock actually into the chamber, and there's a code where you can just rack it, and the, the lock flies out, and one goes in the chamber. So it's locked, but you're quicker to have it unlocked, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Or it's safe, and then it's quicker to being able to be used. So... I mean, if they don't use the tagline "locked and loaded," then they're missing out on some advertising. Oh, there. by the way, I mean you could go and get a trigger lock. I'm sure if you go to any police department, they will give you one for free. Yeah. Like a trigger guard, they will give you one for free. Uh, you guys know there's a lot of work being done on the Poplar Street Bridge. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like it's been going on forever. Forever, yeah. Yeah, since '95. <laughs> well, construction crews working on the bridge. Say they're sick of being ripped off. And what I mean is people are stealing their tools and supplies. And Channel 4 did a story about a welding and painting company, and they said that somebody made off, like made off with some stuff of theirs. They made their way into a fenced-off area on Sunday night, and then again on Monday night, and stole a bunch of stuff. The gate is locked. Equipment is put into trucks. But if a thief wants something, they will find a way to get it. And there's surveillance video showing a guy walking up and checking the door handle on a construction trailer. Later, it could, he, he could be seeing the same guy walking right past the camera with a bunch of drills in his hand. And the thieves are selling stuff they steal. I was going to say, but why, I mean, why isn't it locked? Or are they breaking into They're it? breaking in. Yeah. Why is there no security guards? Yeah. But they're saying, you know, they sell this stuff online, and they even sell it to other construction companies, and these other construction companies aren't asking questions. Because it's much cheaper. Because it's cheap. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Boy, and finally locally, and uh, I don't know if you heard about this story. It's it's somewhat local. It's Springfield, Missouri. But uh, there was a brutal hit-and-run, hit-and-run slash road rage incident last month. And I don't know if you know the details of this. But there's a 46-year-old woman named Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth McCune. And she was arrested and charged in the death of a woman named Barbara Foster back on November the 20th. Apparently, this uh, Elizabeth woman has had some money issues and drug problems in the past, but that's no excuse. So while stopped at a traffic light, Barbara is in front of Elizabeth's car. Elizabeth bumps into Barbara's car and then decided, you know what? Screw it. I'm not waiting this light. I'm not waiting for Barbara to move, or she's not moving fast enough. She full-on slammed in the back of Barbara's car. Okay. Barbara gets out to check on the damage. Elizabeth, who's still in her car, tricks Barbara into thinking she couldn't move, like her car was disabled. But then all of a sudden accelerates, slams into Barbara, and they say she essentially cut her in half. And she wound up dragging the body for almost 60 feet under the car. She just didn't want to sit in traffic. She told police she needed to get to the bank to make a car payment. And here's why I tell you the story today, because police are kind of releasing some details as to uh, the arrest. Police gave Elizabeth the breathalyzer test, but 
Her uh, blood alcohol content registered as zero. But uh, cops are now saying she had told them she had taken, and this is a quote, heroin, Molly, Jane, and Ty before the crash. I know what heroin is. I know what Molly is. Jane probably smoking pot. I don't know what Ty is. T-H-A-I? T-A-I. And she's facing murder charge. And by the way, after the accident, she tried escaping. Trifluoromethylmiodiodane. It's a psychoactive drug. She had taken all that stuff before. How before would this? Otherwise known as Ty? Yeah. Trifluoromethylamanamanamadane. Oh, it's, it's a synthetic weed. Is that right? Oh, really? I think. That's a long, long, long word. Yeah, it doesn't Also look like- called high, uh, Thai High Hawaiian Haze, Spice, Mary Joy, Devil's Weed, Bombay Blue Extreme. Hmm. Yeah, well, there were other motorists who, uh, who witnessed the accident and boxed her in so she wouldn't escape. Good. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a chemical designed to act like the main psychoactive chemical in cannabis. You know what a horrible, horrible, horrible thing this woman did. All right, that's the uh, local stuff. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. Anybody use uh, Postmates? No. We have that in the city, right? I believe so. After the break, uh, so just how weird was 2018? So Postmates, and what exactly is Postmates? It's like a delivery service? Sort of. What it, so what is it? I, I think Postmates, like, you can, I think you could do restaurants. It's a, I think it's you a delivery. Do, delivery. Yeah, you could yeah, do, like, stores. Yeah. Yeah. So they released their uh, year-end wrap-up with some of the weird things they delivered. So we'll get into that. Also, uh, get into some of the some of the national news, including another recall, another food recall. So nobody in here has used a Postmates? No. Nope. I've heard of it. And I, I mean, it's very popular. I've heard of it too. I've never used it though. Is, is it available here in? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm look. I'm looking Los? at the uh, the different options that, uh, that are here. So, what exactly does Postmates do? So, Postmates it pretty much started as kind of like a Grubhub, a DoorDash, where you would, if you wanted Denny's, Denny's didn't do, still doesn't. I mean, they do somewhere deliver. So you go to Postmates, you place your order. Postmates then calls them, orders it, brings it to you. Okay. Then they started expanding, and now what they do is. Office Depot, Walgreens. Oh, so CBS. basically, if I want anything delivered, es- essentially, yeah. I mean, it's not like you can go, "Hey, I want this from Best Buy." Best Buy's not on here, but Walgreens is, and Caldi's Coffee is, and Seven Eleven. All right. So, so how weird was 2018? Postmates, they put out their kind of wrap up of the year, strange orders, most uh, bizarre delivery trends. So, some of the insane requests that were made of Postmates this year. A $3,400 dress was delivered to a restaurant after a customer had a dirtied her own dress. So I guess you could call Postmates and go, I want a new dress, and they'll deliver it, $3,400. Wow. From a customer in North Carolina on Valentine's Day, quote, I need you to save my Valentine's. I need a dozen flowers, some form of stuffed animals, balloons, and a big box of chocolate. Don't call me. My partner can't know. I trust your judgment, and by saving my ish, I'll tip you huge. Pretty neat. 
An order was placed in October for, quote, the dopest and most colorful of the fake birds that they keep with the floral stuff and vines. They should be three inches and up in height. Go ham. Okay. All right. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> so are these actual, I mean, I know they're orders, but I mean, is this, I can go on to, to, to Instacart right now, order uh a, a thing of American cheese and go, hey, and then the notes put, hey, by the way, swing by DQ and give me a milkshake. I'll give you an extra twomp. I guess I'll do that. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying, so that's that's what this is. This isn't like I can go to Postmates and I can order blah. On January 31st, somebody ordered 1000 bucks worth of Taco Bell or about 332 items. Okay, cool. Wow. It's wow. impressive. On uh, March 17th, Postmates accidentally dropped off five bags with 200 limes instead of the five limes Chrissy Teigen ordered from John Legend's Postmates account. Six hours later, she shared photos of the three delicious lime pies she made. Mm, oh, delicious. my God. And you know what? That was the bravest pie ever made in the history of mankind. <laughs> How's the pie taste, Brave? I mean, gosh, she had so many limes. And she only round, wanted five. They roll around. She only wanted five, and she got 200. So... When you get 200 limes, you make a lime pie. So brave. On July 4th, people placed more orders for bags of ice, Shake Shack hot dogs, and Ben and Jerry's ice cream pites than any other day of the year. On August 16th, the same day as the MTV Video Music Awards, one user placed an order for drums, cymbals, and more to the tune of $1,626. Jesus. <laughs> and December is the month when customers place 79% more orders for batteries than in a normal month. That makes sense. Uh, it looks like I could get in on this Postmates thing. Was, what's the, uh, what is it compared to? Like Grubhub and things like that? Yeah. It, it does, does, and I've never used it, so I'm asking, is there is there like a monthly fee with Grubhub and all of them? No. Because no. this one's got a monthly fee. Really? Or you can do a uh, Postmates Unlimited for $9.99 a month, and it gets you free delivery from any store, 20 bucks or over. Or it's $5.99 usually for a delivery fee. They should do that for DoorDash. Per, per order. They if don't. You, you got to pay per and then DoorDash. If, and then it says here it drops down a couple of bucks if you go with a Postmates partner, which I guess is like Tones was saying, one of the stores or places mm. that's listed on their app. It's a great idea. They're making a gazillion dollars doing it. Yes. It's okay. They're, they're profiting off our laziness. Hey, heads up if you plan on uh, flying with your animals over the Christmas break. No more kittens and puppies on Delta flights. That's it. No more. No puppies, no kittens. They're banning all service and support animals under four months old on all flights. And they're also banning all emotional support animals on flights longer than eight hours. And the policy will go into effect next Tuesday. Delta has had it up to here with your emotional pets. Up to here. And I'm, I'm, my hand is above my head. <laughs> and they said they're changing their policy after finding an 84% increase in incidents involving service and support animals over the last two years. If you have any questions, go to Delta.com. This is their thing. Common sense is, is winning the day. Nice to see something like that. It'd be nice if it would just legalize it and we all just smoke a little pot before we got on a plane, calm down, relax. What? Everybody's cool. <laughs> what? 
Get rid of all the get rid of all the pets that all the emotional keep animals? everybody calm. Listen, over the past couple of years, it's gotten out of hand. Well, you, I mean, yeah, there are there definitely has been some stories. And you're flying and some with the St. Louis Zoo, where, right? Yeah, you got your emotional giraffe. That's and, fine, but where's my llama going? <laughs> <laughs> I got this ostrich here, and uh, I'm looking to fly to Kansas City. Well, honestly, with the with the flights over eight hours, you, you have animals going to the bathroom on planes, yeah. like in the in aisles and seats. It's disgusting. Can I use the Groupon for my emu? <laughs> uh, Jimmy Dean recalling 14 tons of sausage links because it might contain metal fragments. Decent That's reason. Right. Metal fragments. Oh, you don't like a little. You don't like a little heavy metal with your uh, <laughs> little crunch with your sausage. With your sausage, no. <laughs> Is that Al Dante? Oh, come on, man. Heavy metal. So according to a press release from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the recall includes packages of Jimmy Dean's heat-and-serve original sausage links made with pork and turkey with used-by dates of January 19th and January 31st. Suffice it to say, if you have any sausages in your freezer, you should probably throw them out immediately. Here is an important HR tip that might not be in the company handbook. Okay. Apparently, you shouldn't rub your coworkers' lunches on your naked body while you pleasure yourself at work. Oh, I know it's not in the handbook, but <laughs> I got to send a quick email. <laughs> Who knew? There's a, a 36-year-old guy named Anthony. He's from uh, Pennsylvania. And a few years ago, he was working at a uh, department store. Well, one day during his lunch break, he grabbed a female coworker sandwich out of the fridge, then headed back to the stock room. And he pleasured himself while he rubbed the sandwich against his body. Then he put it back in the fridge. And apparently he didn't realize the security cameras in the stockroom caught the uh, entire thing. And I bring this up now because he was just sentenced to 12 months in prison for indecent assault. Again, that's something that's not in the handbook probably, but... <laughs> the old handbook of common sense <laughs> is what it is. Uh, when you wake up after a drunk night out, do you find yourself worrying about all the horrible things you may have done? I have never, honestly. Because I'm not one of those blackout drunk, oh my God, I did that over the, you know, over the course of the last couple hours. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those guys. Yep, same here. Never been that guy. No comment. That means yes. <laughs> Uh, very there few is times. a term. There's less than five times where I have been to the point where I don't remember. There's anything a term that... for it. For again, finding yourself worrying about all the horrible things you might have done, you may have done uh, the night before after drinking. It's called immaturity, anxiety, anxiety. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and according to a new study out of uh, University of uh, Co University College in London, it's very real. And the researchers say the more shy you are, the worse you probably suffer from it. Because, you know, shy people aren't used to being as loud and obnoxious as when they're drinking. So that's hangxiety. A couple of days ago, 
a guy walked into a CVS in Indiana, Greenfield, Indiana, pushed a pharmacist and tried to take oxycodone. And I don't think he got anything. But as the guy tried to run out the front door, two CVS employees tackled the guy before he escaped. They held him, and uh, police got there, came and arrested this guy, 22-year-old guy for robbery, resisting law enforcement, obstruction, justice, theft, obstruction of justice, theft, and battery. And as for the two CVS employees, they were fired a couple days later. Totally makes sense. For violating company policy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Let them go, let them go, right? Yep, and, uh, you know, obviously they're pissed for being fired. But CVS is standing firm. They say they initiated a physical confrontation, and that's a big no-no with the company. In a statement, they said, we have stringent security policies and procedures in place to prohibit actions by employees that would uh, jeopardize the safety and safety of others. The actions of two employees at our Greenfield store during a recent attempted robbery violated those policies and procedures by initiating a physical confrontation, which led to our decision to separate them from the company. Yeah, man. Policy to policy, same thing. A buddy in high school worked at an office supply store with office in the name. I'm not going to tell you which one. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is like, this is a badass dude. Pretty sure he had a black belt and some other things. And uh, somebody stole some stuff and he chased after him. And I don't think he got fired. But I remember this is the first instance where he, you know, he came to school and was like, dude, I almost lost my job. They yelled at me. And it didn't make sense to me until he said they have a policy where, you know, if if somebody steals something, you see it, you have to report it, but you are not allowed to chase them or do anything. I think Walmart's got that in, policy, too. Yeah, then it puts you in danger and they lose an employee or they're liable because you got hurt on the job. Or Finish line had that and my buddy chased some dude and, and got him good and took him down and got the merchandise back. And it was one of those things where they were like. You cannot chase anyone down and physically put your hands on them just because of merchandise. You cannot do that. Great job. (laughs) No, in in this instance, I mean, they fired their asses. And one of the guys said it happened so quick, he didn't even have time to think about the policy. He just kind of instinctually go, not today. Right. Yeah, that's what what my buddy This dishonesty will not stand. He said it was just fight or flight kind of thing and he saw the guy and he just bolted Mm -hmm. you don't even think about it if you've uh, ever dreamed of quitting your job in a total blaze of glory but you're too smart responsible and stable to do it maybe you could live vicariously through this guy a guy named Jackson he quit his job at the Walmart in Grand Prairie Alberta Canada last week by getting onto the store intercom and ranting about his bosses and the company. And you want to hear it? Yep. There's a video of the whole thing. Here he is. Attention all shoppers, associates, and management. I would like to say to all of you today that nobody should work here. Ever. Our managers will make promises and never keep them. And not only that, they will preach to us about how they care about their employees. But about a month ago, my boss, assistant manager, Cora, called me a waste of time and management did nothing to help. Management will also try and save money every step of the way, including cutting benefits of a full-time associate down to part-time, even though he worked 40-plus hours a week. I've been a loyal employee here for over a year and a half, and I'm sick of all the bullshit, bogus write-ups, and my job. F*** management, f*** this job, and f*** Walmart. Yeah. Savage. You hear people in the background like, Yeah, they, they cheered him. 
I think that's cool how he beeped all the cuss words so the kids in the Walmart. We had to do that ourselves. Oh. Yeah. I also uh, can't stand the way, the way he says employee. 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 Oh. He's, he's Canadian. Okay. Give him a pass. <laughs> okay. He's, from he's Canadian. It's not his fault. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of a half-baked. F*** you. F*** you. F*** you. You're cool. And f*** you. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, he stormed off. Guy's a hero to some people. I don't know if I would do that myself. It's probably not. Kind of immature. But uh, he's had it up to here. <laughs> On a Sunday night, a man identified only as Leo ordered Uber Eats to his hotel room in uh, Miami. And the food came from a nearby Japanese restaurant. And Leo found it odd when the delivery guy immediately took off running after handing them the food. <laughs> here's your pizza, Sam! Like, here, yeah. Here's your food. Me, me. And he soon found out why she was so anxious to bail. What Leo thought was a fancy napkin, fancy napkin in the bag, was actually a pair of underwear that appeared to have been soiled with caca. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes, here he is talking to the uh, local news about it. Who thinks that you're going to get delivered somebody's dirty underwear? Disgusting, unhelpful, it's potentially deadly. I grabbed the food, and right when I got the food, she struck off running. And I was like, that was kind of odd. Uh-huh. I just thought to myself, she just really doesn't want a tip? No. And that's Uber Eats. Yeah. So, you know, tip is included. You can put the tip on the app. Uh, Leo was uh, quickly refunded his money, and Uber says the courier has been removed from the app pending investigation. <laughs> you don't Not a bad say. idea. <laughs> and uh, finally, three employees at a Sonic drive-in in, in uh, Taylor, Texas, have been arrested after an ecstasy pill was found in a four-year-old boy's fast food order this week. Even worse, the pill was found by the kid's uh, 11-year-old sister. And the local police chief said uh, when she opened the, the wrapping, she noticed the pill... Being an 11-year-old, she asked her parents if this was candy. The kid's parents took the entire meal to a local police station where it tested positive for ecstasy. And police arrested the 30-year-old Sonic manager and two of her employees, a 35-year-old guy, a 22-year-old guy. Three more pills were found hidden in the manager's clothes when she was booked into jail. One of the guys, the 35-year-old, had four outstanding warrants. Is that something that, that helps at work, being on X, you go to work on X. I don't know. Why would you? Why well, maybe maybe they're trading under. And here's or my, again, not condoning any kind of drug use or anything. Why would you do that? Why would you waste your drugs on a random person? No, no, no. I, I think it was a mistake. Oh, you think so? Like, 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 and I think we've actually had a story like this before, where you go through the drive-through and you order, uh, you know. I would like an order of chicken nuggets. Oh, so it's a, drug a large Coke. Yeah, it's a Coke. A small Frosty yeah. and this. And then you pull up and they go, here you go. And they give you extra money and then blah. But oh. why would you waste your drugs on somebody? Like, how do you th how do you think it got in the back? I don't know. They said it was in her aprons. I thought maybe it was like... They were trading it in was an apron and then it fell out. Yeah. Unless head. maybe she, she could have grabbed us, went in and grabbed a straw or something. No, but there's three people involved in this. Mm. 
I don't know either. And unless it was, this hey, is going to be hilarious. Dose this four year old. It wasn't. I mean, it ne wasn't necessarily in the four year old's happy meal or whatever was it. It was just in the bag with their food. No, she opened up the wrapping. I'm assuming oh, in the food. Boy. Yikes. I don't know. I don't know either. All right, that's your news. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, Patrico's got your sports after the break. Headline, Hoosh. Oh, you know what? We're going to do a, let's do a giveaway later, too. Well, contest, we have some things to give out. Tickets to go see our Ho-Ho Show with Dirty Heads coming up Sunday. Also, tickets to go see Candlebox over the pageant on February 10th, playing a Point Birth Month show. And we also have tickets for our, well, not our, but uh, Jeff and I will be there, the Sumo and Saki special event this Friday over at Helium Comedy Club. So we'll, we'll, we'll tell you what's going on later, but uh, sports headline news next. If you're watching the webcams, you're probably wondering what the hell is going on in the studio. The funniest thing ever. If you're just... Well, <laughs> Moon comes running and where is he? He's coming in now. He's, he's, cutting. Cu he's cutting pies. Moon, I I'm explaining to everybody that... What the hell is the biggest piece of pie ever? Well, I I'm explaining that uh, if you're watching the webcams and we're during the commercial break, all of a sudden... Three people just run out of the here, studio. Moon. I got, I got it, I got it. And I just got yelled at too. I got caught uh, taking taking some of the pie, and there's more pies that were delivered. And well, I apparently found there's there. Moon goes, guys, there's pie. <laughs> there's pie in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, that That's like a ridiculous. fire alarm went off. Oh, that looks ridiculous. There's pie in the kitchen, guys, and three people just run. You so, said you found out what what happened? So we were talking about pies, I don't know, probably last week, favorite pies or something. Maybe it was right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. We were talking about it with uh, Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's it. And you were talking about lemon meringue. I was yeah. talking about key lime. A couple of people were talking about French silk. Yeah. And uh, Denny from a Royal Gate, he made a whole bunch of pies and brought them Denny in. Denny made the pies himself? I think so, because one of them's called Denny's Delight. He says it's a surprise. That one's for me. He made you a full-blown lemon meringue, and it wow. says Riz's Choice. the size of a golf or a, a, a dude, it's basketball. Yeah, these things the size are of, They're massive. Oh, my God. And we enormous. love Denny. Yeah. That Denny's is amazing, the whole crew at Gate. That is amazing. Oh. Yeah, so I you just cut it. into my pie, bro? I did. Well, I brought you a piece, man. It's, that's the biggest it's, piece on the planet. Well, it was, that's going to go down to three pieces, but... Uh, yeah, I cut a piece, and and before I realized it was for us. Well, thank goodness it did say your name in the box, so that's what. Yeah, because we're no. a little like, better about this. Is cutting. this even for us? Is this okay? Well, they came in and they they're like, "What are you doing? You're already cutting it." I was like, "They go, uh, uh, who said this is for you?" And I said, "You did when you put it in the kitchen." Yeah, because that's the rule, right? Yeah, that's according to, according to to one of the HR reps here. Yes, that is the rule. But yeah. we lucked who out. yelled at you? It, we, it doesn't matter. She, which, she which, was, by the way, which, by the way, which, by the way, hold nice. on. It was, now, it was Holly. Now that we can go, kind of rewind a little bit. Let's go ahead and flip that. Thank God, one of us found it because if those would have been our pies and somebody else would have yeah. dug into them, good point. There would have been blows. Well, thank you to uh, Denny and everybody over. Denny, we love the jam, dude. Denny. We love Denny. This pie looks awesome, dogate. dude. Look at that. Yeah, I know. You That's cut a into my pie. pie. I could it's eat crazy, that whole man. thing right now. Cut into my pie. Uh, let's do some sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Oh, my God. I love Denny so much. I do. I love, Denny. I. I love Denny more. I love him Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Holly was joking, but she freaked me out at first. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. 
All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. couple things about last night's Blues-Panthers game. First things first, one of the weirdest goals slash non-goals happened at Enterprise Center. During a nothing-nothing game, Robert Bortuzzo tossed the puck in the corner for a dump-in, and the puck sailed right towards the referee, hit him right in the junk, bounced towards the net and into the goal. Blues fans went nuts. However... Yeah, here's what it sounded like. You can expect a big game from Robert Bortuzzo here, who's got the puck now. And he gets it in off the referee. It goes in, but that will not count. You can't score off the referee. And he's hurt. Tim Peel is hurt. There's no question. Now the question is... Are you able to score a goal off the referee or a linesman? Darren, unless I'm wrong, I do not believe you can. It goes, it goes on for a while. You can well, stop it there. But that's, he, that's here's, completely stupid. Here, here's the rule. The rule is is that if, if a puck directly hits an official and then directly goes into the net, it does not count. And this is where people are saying, but wait a minute. It didn't go directly into the net. It, it went skate. off of Robert, Roberto Luongo and then went in. It went off a skate. Should have been a goal. Should have been a goal. Should have. And by, by the way, let's not let's not gloss over. I mean, it hit his. Uh, everybody it hit, a, did it hit him in the pee pee. Really? It, it oh, like dude, it. everybody uh, says. And you said he went down like a sack of potatoes. One yeah. one report said thigh, the other said stomach, and then I think Deadspin hit it. Hit it. You know, right on, and said right in the season bees. Now, why should the referee in every sport, from soccer to to to, to football to uh, hockey? If it goes off of them, it's it's fair game. It's part of play. I don't get it. It's, it's yeah. the, oh, let's take the it's goal It's in the rule book. I mean, yeah, it's but we're in just wondering why. That's dumb. I don't know. That's absolutely dumb. Because they, I've seen it, and we've all seen it, where a referee blocking a pass or something has affected a game because someone then intercepts it and scores because of that. Maybe it's an empty net or whatever it may yeah. be. That counts, but but directly at, off. At of them, least it's, it's it's fair for everybody in the entire league. Right. It's a rule. You may not agree with the rule, but it is a rule. So I'm just saying. Unfortunately, maybe it's, time to it's a dumb rule. However, however, goals from uh, Ivan Barbashev and two goals from David Perron put the team up three to one. Uh, two quick goals from the Panthers had them tied back up, but with just under four minutes to go in the game, Braden Shen picked up his seventh goal of the year. Blues went on to win four to three. So they blew a three goal lead, though, right? No, it was three to one. Oh, three to one. All right, so they blew a lead in the third. Uh, yes. The Blues scored, I think, what, all, oh, what, what was it? The Blues scored, I think, twice in like 11 seconds. It was something yeah. real so quick. That means, so they and won then, this game, so that means next game they'll lose 10 to nothing. It was crazy because the Blues scored within 11 seconds, two goals, and then I think the Panthers scored 40 seconds, two goals. Hey, so when the, when the, uh, when the, when the puck went in after hitting the ref, I mean, I heard the, the goal horn. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the puck the went in the net, and the light went off. The That's I mean, marching in. Yeah, when 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 the when the when the goal light goes on, the, that is the cue for everybody. The yeah. chain of command to start. Who hit Horn, the goal light? The and one of the one of the off ice officials. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that, the, the puck was in the net, so that's a goal. Then now you got to break down and go because mm-hmm. I mean, with the puck in the net, you can't just go ah. Because I would st- say ah ah ah, lights on. These, uh, I these, can't. 14, like 15,000 people didn't see it. Lights yeah. are on. Lights on. I started writing the ticket. I can't not write it. Blues are off until Friday. They take on the Avalanche at home at that's 7. That's the pie, Moon. Oh, dude, it's so good. Don't call me out. That's my Did you ask Did you ask Listen, me if cutting, you could have a piece of my pie? I was cutting you a piece. Uh, but in your, to your mouth? Let's I didn't eat so a piece. I was cleaning the knife. Uh, after being in the organization for six years, Patrick Wisdom appeared in 32 games for the Cardinals last year. And with that, his stint with the Cardinals is over. 
Cardinals traded Wisdom to the Texas Rangers in exchange for left-handed utility man Drew Robinson. Hey, real quickly, back to hockey. Did anybody see the video of uh, David Backus yesterday? Oh, the skate to the face? He, he took a skate to, I mean, straight up to oh, the no. face. Yeah. Oh, Went skating off real fast. It's not graphic. It's not graphic. It's, it's not graphic. It's far enough away, uh, but he took it to just the face. Just thinking about it. And like, he just, he's out, what, he six made, to eight weeks or something like that? He came back to the game. No, that's what I'm saying. He uh, skated off and, I mean, sprinted to the locker room. I'm I sitting here holding my face. Right the guy missed like a couple of shifts or something. Yeah, he was, was back. Yeah, he sewed period. himself up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he's a freaking hockey player. That's why. That's what men do. We don't need, we don't need that sort that's of manliness on our blues team, do we? You know no. what he did? He's such a man. He went to a strip club and sewed, him, sewed his face up. Yeah, while watching a cage fight in the parking lot. <laughs> I didn't see that particularly. And then, and then came back. And then he got a hot dog game. on the way out to the car. From the hot dog guy. Uh, the winter meetings for baseball finally here, so you're hearing a whole lot of rumors. Yesterday, rumors started swirling around that the Dodgers were looking to create a trade with the Cardinals for first baseman Jose Martinez. And then rumors I love started. Our to hot s- stove talk. I yeah. too. And then rumors started to swirl around that the Dodgers were looking to trade either Matt Kemp or Yasiel Puig. So, of course, now there's rumors saying that either Puig or Kemp are coming to the Cardinals so far. No movement. Andrew McCutcheon. He just signed a deal, three years, $50 million with the Philadelphia Phillies. So uh, a lot of people are saying, wow, the Phillies are all in. They're going after Harper. They got McCutcheon. We'll see what happens. Uh, the city of Oakland, California, filed federal antitrust lawsuit against the Raiders and the NFL seeking monetary damages over the team's upcoming move to Vegas. What does this mean? This means Oakland needs to find a place to play next year because all NFL analysts are saying they will not be welcome in Oakland. So they have to find a place to play. Right now, San Diego, Los Angeles, Vegas, and Reno, all three. So the team doesn't have a home? So it says Oakland charges in the suit that the 32 NFL teams colluded in a, quote, illegal cartel that demands cities publicly finance new stadiums or risk having a franchise move somewhere else. The Raiders' illegal move lines the pockets of NFL owners and sticks Oakland, its residents, taxpayers, and dedicated fans with the Bills. The Raiders announced in March of 2017 that they are going to Vegas in 2020. Franchise began playing in Oakland in 60, then went to L.A. from 82 to 94, then back to Oakland in 95. So they can't go back to Oakland to play? Right now, Oakland is saying yeah. you are not welcome here. So the stadium out. here. Yeah, so uh, no, it's XFL. Well, so right, they pulled oh, a yeah. We got like six well, leagues there right playing. now. 2019, yeah. But they're not going to be playing during the NFL season, are they? Um, I doubt it. I don't think we Oakland's have a gonna, dome here. And uh, nobody's using it. They're not. They're not going to come. Uh, where's the bridal show going to be then, Riz? Did you say the rumors are where they're going? Yeah, Vegas, Reno. There, there's a couple of, like college stadiums and yeah, smaller stadiums. Yeah, I saw stadiums. San Antonio. Vegas, it, Reno, know, San uh, Diego, yeah. and uh, um, and, and Herculaneum. <laughs> So this past Sunday's crazy beyond the last second Miami win against New England, one of the greatest finishes in NFL history. 69-yard lateral, uh, basically just pass after lateral after lateral. It was wild. But uh, Yahoo put together the top 10 greatest finishes in NFL history. Okay. I'll run through some of them real quick here. Number 10, Tim Tebow in the 2012 wildcard playoff game, the Hail Mary. Mm -hmm. They call it the Air Tebow. Unfortunately, that was pretty much his only success. Uh, Back in 99, the Browns picked up their first win in 1,400 days, and that's when Tim Couch threw a Hail Mary. The Saints back in 03, I don't know if you remember this game, seven seconds ago against the Jaguars, they ran the ball back, they scored, they they were down by one, all they had to do was kick the extra point to tie the game and go into overtime, and with zero seconds on the clock, he missed it. So that was a bad one. Uh, in 2012, almost felt like a playoff game between the Packers and Seahawks. This is the simultaneous possession. They're calling this the play that ended the ref lockout. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and number three, the play that rewrote a thousand rule books. It's the one where uh, the Oakland Raiders and the Chargers are playing, and they purposely fumbled the ball forward to avoid the okay. sack and then kicked into the end zone. And uh, number one here, this is truly one of the greatest things ever. And I, did I put this in here? Was this from last year? This was from last year. Oh, this this play? It's absolutely unbelievable. This was amazing. You can expect a big game from Robert Bortuzzo here who's got uh, the puck now. Sorry. That's going to be go. where Keenum's going to try to work the ball on the boundary. Keenum steps into it. Passes. an amazing, amazing play. Yeah, all I remember from that is him taking off his helmet, Diggs taking off his helmet and throwing it into the crowd. Mm. It was incredible. Mm. Uh, Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, up after the break, let's give away some stuff. We got uh, your choice. Tickets to go see our Ho-Ho show with Dirty Heads this coming Sunday over at the pageant. We also have tickets to go see Candlebox playing a birth month show February 10th over at the pageant. Or you could pick tickets to go see the Sumo and Saki special event happening Friday over at Helium Comedy Club. Live sumo matches, Q&A with sumo champions, and much more. Two shows, either the early or late show, your choice, this Friday over at Helium Comedy Club. So let's get some uh, callers lined up there. King Scott, 314-6Walker, 314-692-5537. This is a great game we're going to play. It's been a long time since we played it. It's called... Did they get him out? Oh, so explain, Tony. Uh, I will give a name of an actress, and Jeff just has to say, did they or did they not show boob? Why me? me? That's oh, it. So that you guys totally on the phone, sense. let's do a, uh, how many do you have here? Uh, I think it's 10. I am almost certain 12? that the last time we played this, you were 11 for 12, or maybe 12 for 12. Yeah, 12. 12. 12. Okay, so you guys on the phone, guess how many Jeff will get right. Out of 12, how many will Jeff get right? Is this uh, newer actresses, older actresses, it's mix of both, mix. not at liberty everything. to say? Everything. And closest, price is right rules. Closest without going over, you get your choice. 314-692-5537. Did they get him out? We'll play next with Jeff. This uh, Denny's Delight one that he has over here, it's like a Boston cream uh, cream pie with oranges, pineapples, banana. Like It is unreal good. Yeah, it's our friend Denny from uh, Royal Gate Dodge over there on Manchester and in Columbia. He made me a strawberry rhubarb. Yeah, he's great. He's a great guy. Also, we got more food from our friends at Three Kings. Dude. I'm washing pie down with toasted wraps. <laughs> it's freaking America. That's why. Somebody called Donnie. We had a ton of food in here. Yeah, so much good stuff. They, well, they're, they're giving it over. They're, they're showing us a whole bunch of their new menu. They have an entirely, or not entirely, but like 90% new menu coming in January. I'm a Three Kings fan, by the way. Yeah, I was already too. And this food is incredible. The salad thing here they got going. I mean, they left us everything from pasta with shrimp to toasted ravs that burger with the fried pickles on top did you mm -hmm. see that yeah holy smokes 
<clears throat> so that's three kings over in the uh, in the loop. Yeah, well, they have four locations. There's the South County the Loop. Uh, there's De Pere, and they actually have one at uh, at the airport in Terminal Two. Yeah, thank you, Three Kings. Love you. Are you yeah. calling Donnie? Yeah, no answer. That's a good place for. Uh, <laughs> for in the kitchen getting pie. That's a good you place for throwing like, him a text. Uh, well, you craft call beers. Him, sir. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Invented Jeff, beers. put the phone down. All right. It's time for you to go to work. All right. Wow. It's time to give away some stuff. All right, so uh, we've got tickets to go see our ho-ho show with Dirty Heads this coming Sunday over at the pageant. we got tickets to go see Candlebox. It's a point birth month show over at the pageant on February 10th. And we got tickets for the Sumo and Saki special event happening Friday over at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, check out live sumo matches, Q&A with sumo champions, and uh, much more. Two shows, early or late night show, heliumcomedy.com to get tickets. Use the uh, promo code Riz and get a discount. But Patrico is going to give Jeff 12 actress names. Jeff has to tell us, have they shown their boobs on, on film before? And in the interest of accuracy. Or TV. Or TV. Or TV. In the interest of accuracy, uh, are we going by a Mr. Skin's definition? Verified by Mr. Skin. Okay. So just Mr. Like, Skin's a, definition. like a wayward butt crack even. No, this is boobs. Oh, just boobs. boobs. Oh, this, oh, is, oh, this, okay. is, this is have Not they shown sure. boob. So out of 12, how many meditation. will Jeff get right? Price is right rules for our contestants. Uh, let's go to Brandy. Hello, Brandy. Brandy. Oh, Brady. I'm sorry, Brady. Brady. If you're talking about Brad, that's me. Oh, Brad. <laughs> Brady. Oh, Brady. Oh, Brady. Did I say Brady? I yeah, said Brandy first, and I said Brady. What's We're talking about Brady. Going on? We're looking for Brady. Is Brady there? Out of 12. Let's start over. Hey, Brady. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, Brady. All right, out of 12, how many will Jeff get right? I feel like Jeff's pretty knowledgeable on this. I'm going to say 10. 10. Okay, hang on. Brady, if that is your real name. Is it Nick? Nick. Good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Nick. Thank you, Nick. Uh, All right, out of 10, how many will Jeff get right? I'm going to go 11. I think he's going to get him. Okay. All right. Hang on, Nick. And we've got Chris in St. Charles. Chris? Hey, good morning, Riz. Good morning. All right, out of 12, how many will Jeff get right? Um, I guess I'll go with nine. Nine. Oh, silly, okay. silly, silly, silly guy. God. I would have gone one. Why would you not go one? That gives you one through ten. Nine. God. Ah, 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 ah. My brain just exploded with that app. All right. Not smart, but okay. <laughs> because now Chris has the ability to go no, and, not, mi- and miss it. Yeah. Period. So that's okay. All right. Out of 12. Um, yeah, out of 12. How many will Jeff get right? Here we yep. go. Did they show their boobs? Jeff. Yeah. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Has she? I have another question. What if it's accidental boob? Accidental nudity. Because on Mr. Skin, it says accidental. <laughs> Let me pull this up. Because she's one who would do that, but it'd be you if you this said is the yes to Mrs. It Affleck. Accidental. Oh my God. I can't show that. The the scene when you go to Mr. Skin is not okay. All right. So Jennifer Garner. Garner. All right. Go ahead and lock in with your answer, Jeff. No. Is it? No. The answer is no. One right. Okay, next. Oh, if they're all as hard as that. Amy 
Schumer. Let's go yes. a little quicker. Yes. She has? Yes. Yes, she has. Susan Sarandon. Yes. Yes, she has. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Accidental, yes. On purpose, no. And I could tell you the movie. It's the tuxedo with the one guy, and they jump in the water, and a little bit of boob is shown underwater. It's accidental. Accidental, but we're going to go <laughs> no. No. She has a no nudity clause then, in then, then no, yes. Okay. So far, I mean, four for four. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel is the one that's Je uh, Justin Timberlake's Timberlake. Wife. Yes, she was a stripper, and she was stripping uh, uh, wax on her. Jamie That's Lee Curtis. True, really? Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Ooh, I don't think so. Not Emma Watson. Yeah, I know who Emma you're talking Roberts. about. This is uh, Julie Roberts' niece. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I'm going to say no. No nudity. Sarah Michelle Geller. No. Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Full frontal. Elizabeth Hurley. Yes. Olivia Munn. I'm not sure who that is. Pull up a picture. You're missing out. Pull up a picture of Olivia, Olivia I, Munn. Because I, I get the Olivia Munn, Olivia Wilde, Olivia, Wild. Olivia Newton-John. I get them all mixed up. Oh, yeah. Olivia, Olivia Wilde is the one that looks like uh, the, the Hepburn gal, right? Uh, she looks Hepburn. like a classic. Her, her. Uh, Olivia Wilde is, is married to Jason Sudeikis. That's right. And Olivia Munn is dating the football player. Okay, so she was dating Aaron Rodgers. Uh, which that's one Olivia is this? Munn. That's Olivia Munn. That's Olivia Munn. Educated guess, I'm going to say yes. Got it right. And finally. You got it right. Oh, my hands are sweating. Here, hold me. You are and, 11 for 11. And finally, Angela Lansbury. Angela An yes, Lansbury. Are you sure? I what do you mean, of course? 100% sure. No, it's a black and white photo. If I that, 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 that's not a movie or a TV uh, show. He had that's me so convinced. Oh, TV show. No. He had you blew yeah. it. So you blew confident. it. Yes. You blew That's, it. You, you know what you just I did? Missed, he had oh. me so convinced. No, no, you I just even, she never has in the movie. It was just a picture. It was a still picture. You, I, you, I even you just, said. You just did the spelling bee kid. Where like, I know it. Oh. Yeah. I even said, <laughs> and I made Get sure out. to say, Get in movies here. or TV shows, I, I made so sure that that was said. my parents are dead, and I'm not shaming their name. <laughs> well, you got 11 right. That means, uh, Nick, you win. Nick. Hey. I got 11 right, but I knew 12. Congratulations, you. All right, hang on one second. Thanks, we get sir. your info. You know, and as a matter, King Scott, are you in there? Give everybody tickets. Give Me all too? three. No, you got nothing. Give all three of them their choice of tickets. I did Christmas that last time, time, I think, too. For God's sake. No, the Angela Lansbury was new. I was, no, I, no, no, I, no. I don't mean that one. Oh. I think I messed one up, even though I knew the answer. Damn it. Even Brandy Brady, Brad, gets tickets. <laughs> they get six of them. <laughs> pair for each name. Wow, Jeff. Damn it, anyway. All but one. I'm true. still impressed. I'm hey, still proud of you, that's Jeff. That's all that matters. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. I'd like to say I'm impressed, but I expect it better from you. Don't care about what you think. Yeah. Hey. The Rizzuto Show. You know, I've got to do the uh, headline who story. Sorry. Here it is. The Rizzuto Show. Headline whoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com. 314-862-0123. Division of AFN and MLS. Number 237341. Guys, let's go to Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. And I can't even fathom how drunk you'd have to be to make this kind of mistake. The police pulled over a guy last Friday night because they suspected he was 
driving drunk, and those suspicions were confirmed when they asked for his driver's license, and he handed him a hamburger instead. That just, I'm picturing it. <laughs> it just not Sir, this expired. <laughs> he was too, he was even too drunk to take a breathalyzer, so he was arrested for drunk driving. So there you go, from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. This guy. Today's headline, Hooge. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us, making way for Donnie Fandango. Thank you all. I think we uh, we covered a lot today. Quite a bit of stuff covered today. Yep. Moon, the blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I honestly got to say, this is one of my favorite uh, shows that we have done all year. I, uh, this is maybe the first time that I've cried from laughing. It's because we had pie. Dude. Thank you, Denny. I was losing it. Uh, yeah, thank you, Denny, from Royal Gate for the pie. Thank you, uh, Three Kings uh, Pub, for all the food. Oh, uh, yes. Absolutely incredible. The podcast and the blog title today is It's Silly, It's Good, But It's Silly. <laughs> <laughs> and if you missed any segment where you don't know what I'm talking about with, with that, you got to listen to the whole podcast on any uh, on any directory. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz is where yes, the blog is. And uh, everything from crap on celebrities to sports to uh, all the news that we covered uh, is located there. So get on it. Great. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, the Craigslist Freak of the Year Finals. Yeah. Tomorrow, Ancestor Gadget faces off against the Duty Brothers. And do you do you, do you think you got a winner? Yeah. <laughs> he says so seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. You do? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I do, honestly, but I, I don't I think even, it's going to be an ass kicking. Oh, really? I, I think it yeah. is too, and I don't oh, even give you no. much. I'll write down our picks. I think it's going to be an ass kicking. I do, I do too, and it's 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 just because of principles. Mm. Mm. They're both. I mean, they're both worthy. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely, but they're so, they're such different styles. Yeah, no, you're people, right. You're right. There's some people that are going to vote against. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And our uh, good buddy Clownvis will be here yeah. to help us with the Freak of the Year. Oh, finals. my God. I just realized Clownvis and my dad in the same room. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. My dad is going to go, what the hell is this? Because yes. <laughs> my dad loves Elvis. And we he loves clowns, too. I don't other, know about that. We should have Moon be in the other room and try to convince your dad that that's Moon and makeup. And uh, who's to say that my dad isn't Clownvis? I haven't seen oh both of them God, in the same place true. before. That's a great true. point. Good point. Something will be proved tomorrow. Good point. Uh, Friday, myself, Jeff Burton, Helium Comedy Club for the Sumo and Saki event. Yes, six to eight, I believe we'll be out there. Yeah. There's, there's an early show and a late show. Yeah. Heliumcomedy.com, promo code RIZ to get yourself a discount on some tickets. It's going to be a great event. Really fun night. Also, on Saturday, join me at Mattress Direct in Fairview Heights for the Point Food Drive. Bring a uh, at least two canned or non-perishable food items and get yourself that uh, holiday weirdo sticker. And Sunday, Patrico's at DB's for football beginning at 11 a.m. Can we do a little eagle call, too, for all the uh, all the Mattress Direct uh, locations? Eagle call! Get out there, bring your, uh, you know, last year we did it at different locations and we got uh, uh, canned food, but all the locations mm-hmm. there have the limited edition. 17 of them. 
That's right. Limited edition weirdo stickers, and they have the Operation Food Search tub right there, and they're taking mm-hmm. your donations. And uh, all everybody that works at, at Mattress Direct is is fun, pleasant people. Oh, they're into us. it too. So they're going to be stoked that you're you're dropping by for that reason. So please get out to a Mattress Direct and give them some uh, canned food. Stuff. Even if you buy a Relaxopedic mattress or a Campbell mattress or one of those weirdo performance pillows, a portion of the proceeds will go to Operation Food Search, which is a worthy, worthy cause. Yeah, very much so. Uh, all right, I got something else to tell you. Damn it, I forgot. New Year's? Oh, New Year's, that's right. Thank you. What's New that Year's. Mean? Buy your tickets at 1057thepoint.com for the uh, New Year's Eve pajama jammy jam. GA tickets or even just the hotel room packages, all up there for you at 1057thepoint.com. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting at Cody Evans one more time. Yeah, Cody, Cody Evans, yeah. one more time. Cody wants to hear this song, and damn it, we're doing it. Donnie next, see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors, We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.